Welcome back to Barely D&D. My name is Zach, and I'm the Dungeon Master for our podcast, a sort of Dungeons & Dragons podcast, and we have a phenomenal episode for you today. Before we can get into today's episode, episode 32, Ready to Rumble, I need to recap last week's episode, The Blood Bowl, and also let you guys know that we had a little bit of a recording breakdown. Uh, Our editor caught some COVID, and instead of getting the usual crisp, clean audio of our podcast, the DM is having to record this from his house uh, with his slightly jankier mic. So we appreciate your patience and we will make up for it with an incredible episode. So for last week's recap, episode 31, The Blood Bowl. Craig and Thespis continued their path below an unassuming pans and cutlery shop in the central eastern shopping markets of Home Cove, crossing over a makeshift sewer bridge to enter the underground fighting ring known as The Blood Bowl. The hidden venue and its thrumming atmosphere swept Krug up in enthusiasm and confidence, and the dwarf had wasted little time before enlisting himself to not only compete, but to face the reigning champion of the competition. It was at the same time that Boz, Greta, and Roe left their challenging and encouraging communion with the druidic sage Tesha and began to wonder to where their barbaric friend had wandered. Boz cast a locate object to track down Craig's direction and, with some less than helpful instructions that Roe received from Craig via the sending spell, the rest of the fungi, minus Tello, discovered the subterranean arena for themselves. Greta and Roe spotted Thespis and devised a plan to turn the tables on his obnoxious demeanor, while Boz learned from Craig how to enroll himself in the open rumble fight of the second round. Greta and Rose's plans to humble Thespis quickly expanded beyond their expectations, as they not only convinced him to fight against Greta, but did so by appealing to his unconsidered need to be valued. This unintentional turn only grew in gravity as Craig assuaged Thespis' questions about Greta by telling Thespis that he and Craig could be a party in the future. It is with this confidence that the socially ignorant half-elf entered the arena and the tension of the scenario at hand dawned on Greta as the crowd roared and the battle began. Thespis' first strike went wide, and whether it was the adrenaline of a suddenly mortal moment, an unfamiliarity with the full potency of her magic, or some fouler influence, Greta returned the strike with a horrid use of inflict wounds, surpassing her goal of subduing Thespis and killing him on the spot. Greta stood stunned while the ringside clerics rushed in to revive the fool. Thespis burst back to life, terrified and humiliated, running out of the building to the sound of Craig cheering with the crowd as patrons dumped drinks and food on him. Rose's attempts to calm the man fell on traumatized ears, and the fungi lost sight of the awkward individual before the preparations of the next fight beckoned the four, who were called into the Blood Bowl. Without further ado, let's hop into today's fantastic adventure. Welcome back, everybody. It's your favorite <laughs> clerical gnome. Welcome to our lovely podcast. This is Barely D&D with yeah, all of is. your friends. We and are your friends. special if, guest, Jackie. If you've spent, like, what, like, on average, like, probably 60 to 90 hours with us at this Ooh. point, yeah, we're your friends. Is it that much? Have well, we 30. Spent- Holy cow. 30, wow. 32. Yeah, it's 30 crazy. episodes. That means you've spent Jeez, that's true. over 60 wow. hours at least listening to our voices. You know, it's wow. bizarre to think that, like, we've spent that much time playing this game. <gasps> it's, like, oh yeah. weird yeah. to think about. Like, that's a lot of time that we've spent that's together. That's a lot of it time. Is. This is weird. It's trippy to consider that, like, we don't know the people listening that well, but they know us kind of well. Yeah. 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 What are you doing? <laughs> 
What are you doing here? <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing with your time? <laughs> I'd love to get to know. This? It would be so cool to get to know like a listener. You know? Well, I, you, I, I've had a few people ask for a Discord. Oh. Um, so I I don't know. That may be something we look at in the future. No promises. Yeah. This is not a guarantee. But um, <laughs> uh, once we if we figure out the logistics and it's doable, maybe something we put together. Maybe. Slight, hardcore, yeah. maybe. I don't know, girl. I'm just thinking about it. I'm just thinking about it. This is like, this is like it. soft launching a Discord. <laughs> Um, Soft <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh zachary this is gonna be a crazy episode i Tell me i why. have to be careful how much energy i put out there because you guys are little crackheads and so if i do too much like, hey i have to stay calm so that you guys don't go lose your minds however please lose your mind i'm, I'm very afraid i honestly uh, think if if uh, we were talking about listeners being our friends. I think I think part of the reason people keep coming back is for the crackhead energy. Uh, Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a sort of Dungeons and Dragons podcast, but today, yeah, we're having combat. <laughs> this is unique. Like it's no consequence combat. Like literally, it's like fight I'm to the so death. I'm so excited. Those clerics use one of their diamonds, guys. There's one less diamond Can in I? that little cleric diamond bag. Yeah. Just saying. Just saying. I'm going to do an inside joke. Does he mean diamonds again? Um, <laughs> Diamond check. Okay, so I, I have a question. Mm -hmm. Melanie's not him. here. She wishes she could be, but she is off uh, in another D&D podcast, actually. That's a lie. I'm just kidding. That'd be cool, though. She's the editor for what? Critical Role. If you have a D&D podcast <laughs> and you want to have us on, let us know, because we'd love to come play. One of us will. Uh, probably not all of us. Maybe Me. all of us. Who knows? Soft launching a D&D sponsorship. Um, soft launching but, everything. You can't call every idea just soft launching. Well, soft launching having lunch. Is that way you can make no commitments, but still get people excited? Um, Guys, during the break, I think I'm going to have to soft launch going to the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> Oh no! I, love that. Um, I don't like where this is going. I have a question for your characters that I definitely thought about before this. Um, what is your character's most favorite and least favorite food? Ooh, okay, like real world food or okay. candy food, either or. Um, and which Bread. NPC am I? Thespis. It's we. I'll tell you what. We've done a lot of Thespis lately. Um, who who is a different NPC? Does he have the, a sibling? The elephant guy. Elephant man. Elephant guy. The there champion. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> I, I mean, I'll go last, but I'm just, I will prepare on that now. Let's start with um, Abuelita. Abuelita. Grandmother? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? That's I me. like it when you call me Abuelita. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'll stop. No. No. Oy, no. Oy, <laughs> That's definitely not what Biggie meant. Uh, you, <laughs> um, what's Greta? My, my immediate thought went to mac and cheese as a favorite. Not just sandwiches? Like, think about mac and cheese. Like, mac and cheese sandwiches. Good old, like, Dude, oh. I've tried to eat one of those and they're not, they're hard to eat. <laughs> they are hard to eat. <laughs> but I think, I think Greta's favorite food would be like just good. Like she's the one that like, no matter what restaurant you go to, no matter how old she is, no matter how hungry, like she's getting mac and cheese, man. It's breakfast time, mac and cheese. Oh, <laughs> breakfast mac that. needs to be invented. That could be a thing. If you were Greta's you doctor, Ooh. you'd be so stressed out all the time. <laughs> yeah, like, you would. About so many things. <laughs> you like prescribe her medication and like she just wouldn't take it. She'd, I lost that. You would catch her taking like medication that you didn't prescribe her. You'd be like, <laughs> she'd be like, how did you get that? You go into her office and she's just chewing on one of the tongue depressors. <laughs> anyway, what's what's her least favorite? Um, I was going to say vegetables, but I feel like she likes vegetables. I feel like yeah. she really like enjoys vegetables. Um... Mm. <laughs> Pop tarts. For real. What? Weird. Weird. Pop tarts are great. Well, Greta <laughs> doesn't like them. 
I mean, okay. <laughs> Abby is the authority on that. I mean, that is, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Okay. All right, uh, Rowena, what is yours? Um, well, Rose's favorite food is cake. We know this. I mean, this yeah. is canonical. <laughs> <laughs> um, she loves, she has a big sweet tooth. Um, the sweeter, the better. Um, I think her least favorite food is probably like, probably like, I don't know, like something like I don't know, like the proper like D and D term with it, but like something like venison or deer mm. or something like that. I mean, venison. she's very. I I just said before we started recording that Roe is canonically a pescatarian. So, <laughs> ooh. Um. So, uh, she she doesn't like to eat animals. I think maybe it's the the half dryad in her. Oh yeah, um, she's talked to she too many. <laughs> yeah, oh, she's talked to sense. too many to be able to eat them. So. Okay. 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 Yeah. Craig. My my idea is my fa- okay, so Craig's favorite food is like steak. But like you know when people brag about how red they like the steak, you know? Or like, yes. oh man, I love it when it's like barely cooked, you know. That's that's Craig. Like your manhood's dependent on how red your I steak is. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I see it. that's Craig. <laughs> Craig's manhood is dependent on every waking moment. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Fragile masculinity. Um, Some people but, have fragile masculinity. He has fragilist masculinity. <laughs> fragilist. Um, His tires would be so big on the truck. So Craig's least favorite food would be rice. <laughs> I'm rice? personally offended by that. What that's about steak so rice? Funny. No. I, I love that, rice. I think he tried rice by itself one day and was like, no, this is bad. I don't know why people like this. Uncultured and they didn't cooks. realize that there was wow. things you could put into it. I mean, that's and, like, fair. Craig having like a, a knee-jerk reaction that found an opinion for the rest of his life. Yeah, was, and then right. doesn't change it. Okay. <laughs> you know, Brazilian rice is the best. No, it's so good. Holy it's cow. It's so good. Brazilian rice is, there's no other rice. Brasil, do bravo. Feijoada. <gasps> yeah, I miss it. Feijoada. I miss it. I mean, just I ask. Going, I will cook it. I remember going over to your grandparents' house for like all like the big family events, mm-hmm. and I was mm-hmm. most excited for the rice. Oh my goodness, dude! dude. Wait, I want good times. I want rice. Me too. I want rice now. Mm. Yummy. <laughs> Bals. Bals's favorite, his most favorite and least favorite food are both kolaches. And there is a Why? story. But there's a story behind this. Um, <laughs> oh, here we go. His favorite Heck kolache yeah. is like the authentic. Wait. Yeah. For for listeners that aren't in Texas, oh. because I've learned that if you're not from oh. Texas, you don't know what a kolache is. It's basically like a pig in a blanket. It is no, so no, good. see, that's his least favorite kolache. Uh, oh my gosh. That's fake kolache. <laughs> that's not a real kolache. So there's two. Yeah, but t- like people don't know what kolaches are. Okay, okay. So uh when I his favorite food is an authentic kolache. What that means, it's kind of like imagine like a large roll where it's hollow on the inside and it's filled with different ingredients like like egg or ham or cheese or whatever you want and it's like really warm it's like a pocket of warm bread like mix of stuff his least favorite is the fake kolache and i totally see like he went like maybe like on some other downtime he went to somewhere in like uh uh, unsen uh uh, port resplendison and uh tried to order kolache like in some alternate universe and they gave him like the pig in the blanket one and he was like what the heck is this? So wait, the pig in the blanket. What's the pig in the blanket one? It's a kolache. The one that you can get for three dollars at every donut shop. Yes. Okay. No, those it's actually two twenty-five most of the places, and I know that because I'm an. Wait, avid. you're saying those are fake or real? Not real. Those I've are never fake. had a real kolache. You know, real kolaches. Debate kolaches. Where do you get real kolaches? Real kolaches originally started with fruit in them. Ew. Look did. it up. That is true. Fresh. That is true. I prefer the meat egg cheese kind. Why do you guys know this? 
I can't have them. Where do you get a real? I'm <laughs> I genuinely look, asking. You can get them in Galveston. Ooh. I have a PhD in Kalachi. Is there anywhere else that's not a six-hour, eight-hour drive? Uh, probably somewhere in Dallas. Okay. Hipster parts of Dallas. That is, that's better than... I'll find some for you. Yes, please. Okay. Send me a link. Anyways, this has been There's Kalachi some in Fort Segment. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's go to... Let's play Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, well, Kettle... Uh, the kettle. champion kettle corn. Kettle oh corn. my gosh! Like a kettle, like a teapot <gasps> kettle, like a no, kettle. like a kettlebell no. that, you, that you lift when you like to think you're better than the people. Up to y'all's turn. <laughs> uh, uh, looking at all those. Sorry, we're not going to talk about CrossFit, but because I'm not a worms. But um, uh, the uh, however you guys will interpret the name, kettle's favorite food is probably going to be um. Oh, shoot. Bugs. The sweet taste shoot. of victory. <laughs> I mean, yes. Uh, the blood of his opponents. Uh, the blood of the state. The sound of Craig's head under his foot. But, okay. um, his favorite food is a sound. I love that. I think, I think his favorite <laughs> food is... I think his favorite food is like a Caesar salad. And he doesn't like to advertise that because he's this really big, tough guy. But I think he like secretly really likes like well-made salads. I um, dig that. I like still loxodon. Like, you know... I yeah. mean that that like that that leaf roughage and stuff is really good to him. Um so just uh like a, a huge Caesar salad with like a giant flagon of ale. And then I think yeah. that's the stuff. And then his least favorite is probably um uh I'm gonna say that he doesn't like like really, really, really overdone like 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 really gourmet meals mm. just kind of anything in that spectrum i'm gonna say he's a really simple dude and anytime you're like if you can order it and there's a small portion on a plate and it's done fancily that's just not his that's not his pace so guys today is uh episode 32 ready to rumble yeah ready to rumble i just realized number. i'm gonna have to fight first aren't i <laughs> yep no <laughs> <laughs> okay, what can I use for inspiration on real quick? Um, uh, D twenty rolls like ability checks, okay, and uh, stuff like that. So but, like if I'm like right below hitting, and like I know I'm gonna miss their AC, I could use a D bardic inspiration. Yeah, and to... also, um, your bard is uh, she has got that. She can relay that information to you. Um, yeah, but <laughs> four seconds later, yeah, Jackie, can um, you relay that information to me right now, please? <laughs> Uh, yes, exactly what Zach just told you. <laughs> okay, okay, cool, cool. Um, but today is episode 32, uh, Ready to Rumble, and I'm so <laughs> excited. And um, it is a level 5.65 adventure. We're uh, Oh, was it from last no, time? No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that to me, Landon. You know I can't remember things. Uh, I'm uh, soft launching a uh, line. Oh uh, my gosh. <laughs> soft launch gaslighting. <laughs> so wait, it's a point, it's a 5 what? 5.65. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay, I have inspiration going go. into this too. I'm going to need that. <laughs> yes, you will. Absolutely. Um, and uh, the date is 3488 PB Tethrar 31 because of course it is. <laughs> um, how many times? Um, how long have we been on this? Uh, like we're going on like nine episodes. Oh, right heck it's yeah. Crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. Um, and the weather is changing faster than the days. <laughs> I, I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. So... We resume with you all in the Blood Bowl, uh, and there's there's a real mix of tensions right now. Um, all of you guys are probably experiencing very different things, because on the one hand, um, uh, Greta just won. Uh, she just defeated Thespis. Um, on the other hand, uh, she also just killed a man uh, with her <laughs> with her magics that she has mixed feelings about. Um, Craig was just cheering to the crowd, lifting Thespis's sword high after Thespis gave it to him in a moment of trust. Um, and uh, the like, the crowd is like sort of dying down from the fervor and excitement of what just transpired. And um, 
uh, Roe has just come back in from trying to quell Thespis's stress um, after he like just sort of like fled and left the building really quickly. Um, and uh, you guys are in that subterranean huge like uh, domed bowl. Like the whole place looks like a bowl kind of on both sides. Um, that huge subterranean cavern of like dark stone and the smell of ale and people all around and the drinks are clattering and uh, the band is uh, has sort of like quieted down their music for a moment. We have this atmospheric tune going, but they're pausing for a moment to, to take drinks of water and they're like queuing up their new music and um, Barrett is making recordings and people are readying themselves for the second fight. As we're preparing for um, cool. uh, the second fight, I just want to let it be known that I'm like, kind of like, you know, how someone like readies their shield or pulls out their weapon. I'm like casting Shillelagh on my staff as I need to. to okay. Prepare what does that for. look like as you do so, boss? Um, I'm just like, like, like gripping the staff, just kind of like muttering it to myself, like over and over again. Um, just as I need to periodically just uh, get ready. Okay, heck yeah. Okay, so Boz, you're over on the sideline at those um, those benches on that like upper level outside of the ring, and it's two levels. And um, uh, you're sitting there, and uh, a number of the competitors, so the, the four people who are there to box are just not fighting anymore, and they don't care because they enjoyed them. that last fight so much. Um, uh, and um, Barrett actually walks over and starts thumbing them out gold. And uh, you get the you get the feeling that, that was um, the entry fees that they paid, and so he's like like uh, oh, returning nice. it to them. Well, that's uh, so nice because they didn't get to fight. Um, and he's going along, and he this whole like as the fighting is going on, you know that he's the one running the ring, but uh, in between he's like constantly walking back and forth to people, accepting gold, writing down things as people bet back and forth on different uh, outcomes of fights and stuff. And Boz, as you sit there and. Um, you wait for the fight. You can feel the tension rising in you. Whatever your reaction is to what you just witnessed with Thespis, and um, uh, you cast in the like thorns, like spread up your staff. And um, the other two fighters that you know you're going to fight, uh, that dark-skinned wood elven woman in the loose clothes with the wrappings on her hand, um, she's like, she's just sitting there. Actually, you know what? She's sitting there with her legs folded across each other on her bench. Her eyes are closed. Her palms are down in her and on her knees, and she's just touching her fingers back and forth on her palms in different order, um, just quietly muttering to herself, not looking at anyone. Uh, that dwarven fellow with the, the squared, strong face, the wiry, fiery red beard that bursts out in different directions with a pale streak down the middle, coming to an iron clasp and that fire hair that goes back in that ruined Kefkin armor that's had all the Kefkin uh, like actual symbology ripped off of it that unmatching shield and that wicked looking morning star at his side he's um uh, he has a uh, he has something in his hand that hangs off of his neck and he's squeezing it and the chain goes backward under his armor and his eyes are closed and he's muttering something under his breath as he kneels in front of the ring Ooh. can I make an insight into them to see if I can tell like if one's magical uh make an arcana check uh 17 17 okay you you are aware that there's probably something divine going on here he there's probably some sort of a divine divine magic um that is being uh, that is involving prayer to a deity okay okay that's a um, which maybe should have been a religion check but i, I think i think it, i think it borders on both <laughs> um are greta craig or uh uh <laughs> sylvia doing anything <laughs> where sylvia. did you say greta was <laughs> I mean, Greta, you're you're still standing in the ring. Oh, okay. Oh, she's still in the ring. She hasn't gone anywhere. What you doing? Um, and everybody's left, and people are just kind of milling about now. Yeah, I mean, like, it, the place hasn't gotten like calm. Yeah, it's just like toned down, and people are like exchanging drinks. Like people people are getting ready for the next round. Okay. The atmosphere is still lively, but the energy has died down a bit. Okay. And you're just left standing in the ring, 
in front of the space, and you can still see the imprint in the sand of where um, Thespis fell over. Oof. So, Boz and Craig are on the bench, right? Mm-hmm. And, and we're over on the bench. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know. I'm not kidding. I will start putting hit points on this guy. Okay, okay. I will start adding one for every single time you do that. Okay, okay. I'll start with him. <laughs> what are you doing, Dredd? Um, where's Ro? Uh, well, I just came back in the door from Thespis. Okay. Do I see Greta in the ring? I mean, she uh, she's just standing there in the ring. Okay. Can I? I'm gonna start. Oh, go w- ahead. I'm gonna start. Like, I think I'm. I'm gonna make. I. I'm gonna. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm gonna look at. I mean, you did just kill a guy. You're. you're <laughs> Fair you're enough. Yeah. Um. I feel like there's just a super like blank look on Greta's face. I mm. think. There's probably just one arm just like limply at her side and there's probably something like her other hand is like gripping her her Ooh. her symbol through so slipped, her slipped under uh slipped under the armor. No, like on top. Oh, okay. Like I feel like okay. it's just yeah, she's Greta's just, hand is resting over her over her uh, yeah, and, like, her breastplate. Really claw, yeah, uh motion and she's going to look at at Boz and Craig. She's going to like note where they are and she's going to like just exit. She's going to make a beeline for she'll she's probably I mean she's super disoriented. And like, I feel like there's just a really just blank, dazed look on her face. Okay. Um, and she is just standing there. No, she's she's well, she's she's gonna like stand there and kind of like process for a minute, sure. and she's gonna she's gonna head for the for the exit. Okay. So Greta begins walking out of the sand pit, and um, uh, as you are walking, different people are throwing coins towards you, like little bits of silver. Um, and they sort of like clatter off your feet as you don't pick them up. Uh, and different people are running up and picking them up. <laughs> and uh, you climb up out of the tiered stairwell out of the pit and you start walking toward the door where Sylvia has returned. I think I pick one of the coins up. Okay, put a silver in your <laughs> Can I run after her? Sure. Or is well, that gonna I was going to say I I was going to say I uh, I as she's running towards me, I run towards her. And well, she's okay. no, I like, wouldn't say that Greta's running, but yeah. She I'm gonna let you have well, that I run then. towards her. I'm going to let you have that because I don't think Craig would want to... Okay, so Sylvia, as, uh, as Greta walks out, Sylvia runs toward her. And I... I can't, uh, As Ro... Or as Sylvia... Oh my gosh, <laughs> this is confusing. Um, I mean, I'm playing someone. That's want, playing someone. Um, <laughs> um, I think she just kind of... I, I She grabs Greta in an embrace. Mm. If, if she'll let her. Consensually. <laughs> um, I feel like Greta probably like resists for a little bit, but eventually she like her body kind of relaxes and she's not she's definitely not hugging back, but she probably kind of like slumps into you a little bit and her like her yeah. arms relax. Um, you probably you maybe like I, she hasn't been crying up to this, but I think there there might be like just a, a, a very gentle sob. Um, Ro kind of just uh, looks at Greta and kind of wipes one of her tears away and just mm. says, "Um, uh, Greta, are are you okay?" <laughs> um, Greta, I <laughs> Greta's just she's just gonna shake her head and probably like you know wipe the wipe her tears and like try and you know try and like keep it together and she's just gonna shake her head and and say i i just i i 
I have I can't be here. I I have to go. Okay. Um do you do you want to be alone or do you want me to go with you? Uh um I I'll I'll go alone. Thank you. Thank you, Ro. Okay. Just be very be very careful. Thank you. Okay. Uh Sylvia, if you if you release her, um Greta, you walk by, you start walking. I mean, it's not a long distance to the door now. Um, very uncomfortably, someone from the crowd, uh, in the way that people uh, in, in groups often do, stop thinking about other people. Um, someone runs up to you and like, congrats, like shakes you on a shoulder, which feels, I assume, terrible. Uh, yeah. And they like shake you, almost sort of violently for a moment as it stuns you, but they, uh, but it's just congratulatory. And this this tall man with a bushy beard runs up and he says, um, good Julia fight out and claps you on the back. And, uh, uh, walks away and the large circular iron doors in front of you. Um, the guard who is standing there, who you now see in a bit better detail, dark cloaks, sword at the side, those um, those sullen eyes, um, just looks at you and <laughs> opens the door up. Okay. Um, I'm going to go out and she's just going to leave. Okay. Um, Cross that bridge, the terrible smell. As the door closes ooh, behind you. Wait. Yeah. This is a hallway, right? Uh, so the door closes behind you, and then you are um, uh, you are in the sewer um, with the, the the sludge below just flowing in the in the dark, um, like sort of vacuous uh, tunnel to either d- direction. And there's just like a from two torches on either side of the railway, and then the ladder that goes up to that door. Okay, but it okay. She's going to stop and probably just take like a deep breath for a second and probably just lean up against the wall. And then I think she's she's going to start walking and like following the flow of the, the sewage. Okay. Do you go left or right? Which way is the sewage flowing? Uh, it's going from left, left, from right to left. Excuse so me. she's going to go left. She's going to follow okay. the flow. So you start, you just take a left down the hallway and you start walking that direction. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Back in the tavern, uh, I mean, no one saw this. So back in the tavern, um, Sylvia, you are in the space. Uh, Boz, you are readying yourself for the combat. Craig, you are sitting on a stool. Is anyone, or on a sitting object. Um, <laughs> is anyone else, uh, are, any, are you guys doing anything else? You don't I need have to be. A, just... I, I have a DM question. Um, so how long has it been now? Like, because uh, I'm in disguise. About 20 so. minutes. So you have about 20, 20 minutes, minutes left. Okay. Okay, cool. Just wanted to know that. Um, Sylvia walks over. Um, is the guy, uh, what's his name that's taking the bets and all? Uh, no one has asked. Oh, no one's asked? Okay. Do I see him? Uh, yes. Yeah, he's he's walking in between patrons um, and uh, distributing collecting gold. Okay, can I walk up to him? Okay, so you walk um, up to him. Uh, he is he is still quite tall. Um, that like pale greenish skin, that huge handlebar mustache, and um, he's got a big smile on his face, uh, and he's like congratulating people and and uh, 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 taking new bets. And he turns out and he looks at you. Yes, how may I be helpful? Oh hi there. I, I never got your name. What's your name? Uh, Berid. Olga. Berid. Yes. Oh um. Nice to meet you. Could I, could I, uh, could I place a bet on, um, on Boz over there? Absolutely. Uh, for his fight? Uh, how much would you like to bet on him? 
Oh no, no, um, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd like I'd like to place um ten gold. Absolutely. Hey, uh if Craig loses this, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so Ro, you've just placed your bet with Barrett and um Yeah. Uh uh, he, he's, you know, moving around other people. Um, he uh, uh, he verifies something with the two elven twins who are at the bar. Uh, as he's moving around the space, he he stops by Barred, uh, Bordron, uh, Helmson, the uh, Kefkin captain that you guys know who's there watching. Um, and uh, he's otherwise continuing to prepare for the next fight. Um, do you do anything else, uh, Rose slash Sylvia? Um, I go over and I sit. I, I go over and sit next to Boz. Okay. Uh, so, uh, uh, you cross all the way around the room and you go and sit down on the, uh, on the bench next to Boz. I'm just still focused on like, I don't know, like, you know, the first time you're about to go play a show, like on stage, like it's kind of like stressful and anxiety filled. He's like feeling that, like he's like anxious. Okay. Um, plus I don't think he realized, and I don't think he knew how many people he was going to fight until just now. And, <laughs> and uh, for a while he thought there was going to be a lot of people in the ring. Um, but now he's realizing, oh, there's just two. There's two other people. And mm. now he's like, oh, man. Everyone's going to be looking at me. <laughs> Dang. Uh, hey, Balls, is there is there anything I can I can do for you or get for you? Or do you need anything to drink or anything before you fight? Uh, No. Um, I think I'll be fine. I think I'll be fine. I just have to not die. <laughs> that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's usually a good strategy. I mean, you already ins <laughs> I feel really inspired. From what you said earlier, and that's kind of well. That's good. Yeah. So, um, just don't bet on me. Uh, I don't. I don't think I'm gonna oh. win. Um. Well, I. I just put. I just. I just put ten gold over on you. Um. Ten gold. Okay. Okay. That's something. That... Yeah. I have full. I have full confidence in you, boss. Okay. Good. <laughs> good. You know, I want to put be ten careful. gold on me too. I want to put ten gold on me too. Yeah. Do it. Bet for yourself. Do it. Okay. So I, like. You get up, you wave down Barry. I mean, you can just go find him. You easily enough enter your bet. Um, how do we, how do we collect <laughs> these bets? Um, no one has asked. <laughs> Greta is not there to collect hers. Greta is not. You have left. <laughs> she um, just left. Crap. She didn't get the money. Uh, this is very, Should this I is very party house? of everyone. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so pause, you place your bet. Um, Craig, are you doing anything as, as this is transpiring? He is, oh, hey. Hey, I'm going to do my thing. So I'm going to look over at the elephant man. Uh, Don't know his name. No, I do know his name, isn't it? You do not. You have not asked. Are you, 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 you tried to the conversation and he was like, he was like go, go away. away. Stupid. It's like my Stinky. identity is how much I hate other people. <laughs> but man would rest on hatred. Magic awareness. And I'm going to okay. try and see if he's hiding, hiding any little magic things. So from the, for the first time abilities. in quite some time, uh, you use that, you use that, uh, that mm -hmm. ability that you got from old way back in Port Splendy song. Mm -hmm. And, um, you focus for a moment and, um, I would say you still, you're breathing, but you don't. Um, but you, uh, you pause your mind for a second and um, that cold, sudden, vacuous feeling that you felt a long time ago when you had that vision and you fell into what old referred to as the beyond sort of like floods your chest again really quickly. And as you open your eyes, there's this like the shortest moment of like a kind of dull green um, film sort of rushing over your eyes for a moment of light. And then you look around you and um, 
it's 30 feet because it's detect magic. So um, when you look at the champion, um, uh, in there doesn't there don't appear, there don't appear to be any active spells or enchantments, but you do get a very slight. I want to say it's orange or red. I forget, but um, uh, you know this. You know this to mean uh, evocation. Um, so there is there is a slight um, there is a slight uh, hint of like evocational light, and you're not exactly educated on magic, um, but you have started to pick up from Greta and Boz, uh, and um, from your time using this ability in, in the previous that this is the ability to sort of like evoke magical forces to to display and summon power. Um, and, and the, uh, the hinge, the tinge is slightly stronger when his hand gets closer to his maul. So the item itself doesn't appear to be magical, but there seems to be some sort of an inter interaction between the two. So he appears faintly magical. So when you say, when you say forces, do you mean? Who knows? Okay. Oh, I'm a little, <laughs> that's okay. So you look at him and uh, <laughs> as you look at him for a second, he just sort of like turns his head for a moment. Makes I, wink. I wink. Oh no. Make an intimidation check. Hey, wait. Oh, I have something special with intimidation. I have, uh, that would be a 20. A natural 20. A natural 20? You said that oh, so calmly. What's the total roll? Oh, it's 16. Then there's a plus, uh, there's a four because it's proficient. That's plus um, also my subclass. That's, 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 that's not a natural 20. No, I said unnatural. <laughs> Oh, we oh. heard that. Oh, we didn't natural. hear you. You said natural 20. Oh, it's okay. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Brain work. It's okay. Weird. Unnatural 20. Um, okay, so. <gasps> His dice oh. are so sick. I rolled bad because I always do. Um, he, he gets, gets kind of like, he looks confused for a second and looks away. You get the feeling you got in his head a little bit. Okay. I... I, <laughs> my greenish eyes <laughs> like you turn around with like slightly glowing eyes and you wink at him <laughs> i'm sitting among the fighters right i mean like like it's all benches kind of like staggered around each other so you're all nearby how close are the people that i'm like fighting? each are like 10 to 15 feet away from you not far okay so while rose there i want to i want to look at her and um don't maybe like <laughs> don't look at me no, i'm just kidding what? Did you say cry? <laughs> and I want to say like, and I'm talking like a normal voice. So I want to be like, I don't know what I've like got myself into. I've never fought anybody before like this. I, I just, mm. I can't, I just don't. Make a performance check, I, Boz. Okay. I'm casting guidance on myself. How do I do? It's 12 and then guidance is plus four. Did you say cry Two, just so 14. I'm. Performance. Yeah, he did. He, say, he did say cry. Zero. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to burn the bardic inspiration on this. Is this a manipulation? Okay. On this? Yeah. So I got an 18. Okay. Uh, let's do... That was like a nice roll too. I mean, I don't know what he got, but like that was a good sound. Wouldn't it be funny if like someone had um, something in like... <laughs> Oh what? Oh, 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 um, you said you had a total of eighteen bars. Yeah. Um, uh, the um, uh, the guy in armor doesn't even look at you, and uh, the uh, woman like oh. sort of looks at you for a second, rolls her eyes, and goes back to her. Oh meditation. my gosh! What were you trying to do? I whispered. Wait, can I? You can. Give can me I roll insight to know what he's doing? 
sure. Yeah. Or do yeah, I yeah, just no, know? I'll say, I'll say you need. It was an eighteen. I'll say you need insight. Yeah, go ahead and roll an insight check. Okay. That would be, um, a fifteen. Okay, because um, you got lower than his thing. Boss looks really emotionally distressed. I don't, oh, look, don't look inspired anymore, Zachary. <laughs> no, you look you look concerned. I don't look inspired. I look very concerned. Um, I, what 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 did you say to me? What did you say to her? Uh, I said. I've never fought like this before. I don't know what I'm doing. Am I making the right choice? Um, oh, balls. Um, I, I think, I think you'll do okay. I have, I've, I've 100% confidence in you. You, you got this. And she puts a hand on his shoulder. Okay. Thank you. Are you using an additional body inspiration? And do you have um, any more? I do. I have one more slot. Are you trying to use another one? Or are you not? Um, you don't have to. It this is hard to. because I know what he's doing, but she doesn't because she got lower insight. Um, yeah, I think she would. I think okay. she would give him. I think she would give him bardic inspiration. You have you have another so bardic she, inspiration, and it is Rose's final bardic yeah. inspiration. Thank you so much. Yeah, okay. it is. All right. Um, so this this sort of like continues on for a moment, and then uh, after a bit, um, the uh, uh, that that. Um, uh, older goblin lady from like an edge in the corner who has that wand and that crooked hat from before. She raises, uh, like, Barrett, like, sort of uh, waves a hand up behind him and she notices out of her periphery and she starts, like, um, uh, pointing the wand at different, at the uh, lights around the room. And again, she dims it like she did before. And um, the uh, musicians um, stop what they're playing. There is um, uh, Barrett, like, uh, he, he puts some of the gold behind um, the counter where, um, uh, the the uh, bartender that you guys met is and uh, she nods and um, uh, he walks back out in the center he dons that large coat again and he walks into the center of the ring and the like the 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 crowd gets quieter but the energy in the room picks up as he walks into the middle the sand kicks up around his feet and he walks in and he raises his arms and he says do we not bring you entertainment and the crowd like starts like yeah people are cheering and then he raises his hands and he says now, I know that the first fight was comical. It was satisfying to watch, but I bring you now real battle. So, Blood Bowl, are you ready to rumble? And everyone, everyone like, <laughs> like slashing on the tables and like people are cheering and whistling. And he says, um, uh, he raises a hand up in the room and everyone quiets and he says, um, some will receive gold, others will lose it. Some will receive blood and others will lose it, but all will have <laughs> glory today. And the crowd is just like, I mean, the, the energy is palpable. And he continues and he says, um, you all know the rules. Fighters may not leave their ring. If you leave, you're disqualified. They may not receive outside aid outside of healing to save their lives if our clerics have failed to intervene. And you may not Good dismember each other's bodies and make regeneration more challenging if you kill each other. Finally, what is the final rule of the Blood Bowl? Hap 
fun. And everyone, all <laughs> like every every patron who's been here before, in this sudden frightening voice, like sixty people scream, "Make them bleed!" <laughs> around the room. And when that happens, that like lady, that like really psycho doorman lady with the mallets picks them up and goes on the drums, and the violinist goes. And like the music picks up again, and uh, the crowd starts going, and the energy is picking up, and um, the uh, the uh, the dark skinned and haired woman stands up. She like sort of puts her palms flat on the ground in front of her, really quickly stretching. She does a couple more stretches, and then she walks and she puts her her foot onto the lip of the uh, the walled edge, and she just does a full front flip, like like off of one leg. Actually, excuse me, she does a kick the moon. So she puts a foot up on the edge and then she like spins off of one heel and does a backflip into the arena. And she lands right about <laughs> here, poof, into the sand. And it bursts up around her and a bunch of people like, like scream and roar. And uh, there's about four or five people in the room, or uh, excuse me, about five to 10 who start going, apta, apta, apta. And then um, uh, the uh, dwarven fellow walks around an edge on the other side and um, he uh, he sort of like he just walks calmly down uh, down the stairwell. No, no fanfare, no display. And he um, he walks out into some of the sand. He sets his shield down in front of him in the sand and he kneels down in front of it. He sets the head of his morning star down. He kneels his head over it. He whispers something and then he picks it up, does that thing where people like spin the weapon around in their hand, puts his arm to the shield and then he raises his arm straight up in the air. Those thick like uh, 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 armored arms and the room just yeah! and like 20 other people start shouting um, Paolo, Paolo and there's like these mixed names over each other and then uh, you are the last person to enter the ring. I, uh, I stand Ooh. up with my staff and I uh, walk um, unsuredly into the ring. Uh, I mean, this is intimidating for Boz. This isn't like a fake, like he is, um, it's definitely a new place and it's mm -hmm. very scary, but he is um, ready. Okay. So you just calmly walk into the room and like, he gets a little more quiet when you do, because people are sort of like, like the crowd is excited and people are like, who is this person? There's also like um, a resounding grumbling around the room as like 40 people try and look at the head of your staff and then like get like weird headaches. Uh, so the volume goes up and down by a lot. Like, sorry, um, sorry. <laughs> and uh, as you walk through the sand, you have to pass in between them to walk to the other side. I assume you go to the Can other corner. Can I do a perception check on what they think of me or an insight on what they yeah, think Yeah, make an insight check. Uh, that is 16 plus five. That's 21. Holy cow. 21. Um, I'm always Zach. Except for when I did uh, my bardic inspiration rule. Well, that's true. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry that there was one in 50 that didn't go your way. I, if I could choose, um, that one's okay. Like, let's leave it at that one. Um, uh, well, who knows how this will go. Um, the monk seems intrigued. The dark-skinned woman with the uh, cloaks. She seems interested in you. She's looking you up and down. Um, the uh, dwarven man in the armor doesn't care. He's just staring you down. Um, and he keeps looking at your staff. He looks, he looks like he's sizing you up in a very... Um, real way. Awesome. And uh, as you tread across the arena, I, do you just like stop at one point and turn around? Yes. Okay. You uh, hold the staff in your hands and um, Baird from the edge goes, let them bleed. And Boz, I'd like you to roll initiative. Oh my gosh. Woo! Okay. 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 Uh, oh my gosh, Zachary. This is the one rule I didn't want to roll high on. Oops. 
I rolled a natural 20. What's the total, boss? Uh, what do you add to your initiative roll? Uh, your dexterity. Uh, that's 24. Oh, my goodness. This is the one time I didn't want to roll high. I didn't want to go first. Man. All right. Those are the numbers. Uh, so, Boz, what are you doing? So, Boz, um, he realized... He, he, uh, I didn't want to do this. Well, Why does it have to what be are so you good? doing, Boz? Why does it have to be so you good? Stand, you stand in the dimmed light, the sand under your feet. These two competitors pick up their weapons and look around. Every, the tension is palpable as everyone waits for someone to do something. Uh, Boz, like, slams his staff on the ground. And from yeah. the ground, these, like... Uh, how do you, how would you flavor this? Because it's Hyundin's fo uh, Formidable Foliage. Oh. So he casts Hyundin's Formidable Foliage, which is a homebrew spell Zach made. And these vines are, are like, plant and, like, kind of yeah. come up from the ground and crawl up my legs and my arms and cover me in this like viney armor and yeah. as a bonus action i whisper into my my gauntlet and sylvan defense <laughs> Heck yeah. and this wooden shield pops up on my arm and i have my staff in one hand and my shield in one hand and i kind of just stay where i'm at okay um and also if, if you ever don't want me to embellish just let me know no yeah um, do it but you slam the staff down and for a moment there's like this from the gem and everyone has to avert their eyes for an instant as the bright green light shines out of the head of your staff and all of these dark twisted hardwood vines almost sort of like uh, you know when brambles in texas get really dry after they've died these vines just <laughs> like like grab out of the ground like ten thousand fingers crawling up your legs but boz looks unfazed and they crawl up his body and over his shoulders and like some of them even wrap around his fingers on his hands and he is wearing armor made out of dark brown vines with thorns coming out of them and um he like le you lean down and you whisper in your arm and that uh the uh, shield the druid's defense on your arm the leather out of that like weird wooden looking stuff the uh, the roots just into a circle outward in Boz you stand there holding your staff uh, I'd like you to make an intimidation check okay is Ooh. this do I want to roll high or low who knows okay <laughs> oh okay goodness <laughs> intimidation that is a straight up four Okay. Okay. So the, the oh, also by the way, when you do this, the crowd goes nuts. The crowd just like Wah! everyone. No one knew. Like plenty of these people are not familiar with magic, so people didn't know what you were doing. As people realize, like oh crap, it's a caster. People are losing their crap, and people start chanting "Boz, Boz, Boz, Boz." Like people are getting into this. Um, <laughs> I'm so nervous, you guys. I'm shaking. Like I'm, I don't know if it's the really? coffee, my three cups of coffee, or this oh, my amount goodness. of coffee. Oh no. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> So Rose chanting um, with the crowd. Boss, boss, boss. Okay. Uh, Ro, make a uh, make a persuasion check. Are well, are you doing anything bardic, or are you just? It's okay if you're not. Yeah, I'm. Okay, what well, are you doing? It, can I? Well, it'd be weird because I have a flute instead of. <laughs> what are you? What are you doing? I'm going to playing along with the chanting, just like okay. strumming on the flute, okay, as so weird as that as is. The, as the musicians are playing, you are strumming, <laughs> confusingly, a flute, but music is coming out of it like a lute, and it's it's piping with the tune. People who look at you are confused, but you're playing, and the crowd is getting into it. Make a persuasion check. Okay. <laughs> that would be a dirty 20. Oh, like as you do it and you start whispering with the crowd, like maybe even like singing out like buzz, buzz, like more and more people are getting into the chant. And like the room is like a third for buzz right now. Like people oh, are man. into this. Um, <laughs> as you do this, uh, uh, the um, the guy with the morning star picks it up and he sort of like whips it around in his hand and he picks up the shield. Um, and uh, he is going to do. 
not terribly impressed with your little display, Boz. Um, he's going to, oh, no. he, these two have fought each other before and he knows how dangerous she is. So he is going to rush toward the other individual. Okay. Uh, as he did not find you terribly frightening. So he is going to go 5, 10, 15, 20. Yeah, uh, 25 to right there. Uh, which oh, is I was thinking his... the other individual is me. I was like, he's running straight towards me. But then I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> and then he beats the crowd out of you. Um, <laughs> okay, so he runs at the woman across the room. And uh, he is going to take two strikes at her. So he... Through the sand, and he lifts up his shield, and as he as he like starts swinging his mace, a little bit of like as he swings it through the air, the edges of it start glowing hot, and a little bit of fire, like as if it's being caught, like as if the friction of the air is catching on fire, but there's something magical going on, and the symbol from under his armor is glowing, and he is going to take two strikes at the monk. Wow, I'm Zach even against me, um, <laughs> but that's a they big both modifier. Just What's race? Okay. <laughs> They will just fall over <laughs> for some reason. Wow, I rolled an eight and a five against myself. So uh, he swings the morning star and it <laughs> through the air. And um, I mean like Muhammad Ali. She is just like diving and ducking and weaving. And one, uh, one she just ducks out of the way of. And the other, she literally just like jumps straight up. And she gets full clearance over it as her feet, <laughs> as it swings under. Um, and she is going to land a foot on his head. And then she's going to use part of her movement as her turn to jump over him. Uh, like so like, like as he swings low, she just jumps a foot up onto his head and just front flips over him, lands on the sand on the other side. She knows what she, she knows that she's accustomed to. She's afraid of what she doesn't know. So cool. she's going to use her full movement to sprint toward you, Boz. Okay. So he runs across the room and he <laughs> misses and she flips over him, like lands and she looks up at you with these cold green eyes and she's, yeah. just, and she's fast as she's running toward you. So she gets up to you. She's going to take her attacks. Okay. How many attacks does she have? Well, she's a monk. What does that yes. mean? Oh, oh no. I'm so, I'm so excited for this. I love monks. I'm so afraid. <laughs> I'm like nervous. She's like the coolest. So Abby's last afraid. attack in her battle would have one-shotted boss. Like dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Abby is like a total, like, or Greta is like, well, Abby is too, but like Greta is like, she's a powerhouse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm making sure that I have this correct really quickly. Um, yep. Okay. Um, so she's going to take two attacks at Boz. Oh. <laughs> Woo! Uh, 25. Oh, I'm so scared. Is that a natural 20? No. So it didn't crit? No. Okay, thank goodness. But a 25. And then uh, does an 18 hit? No, it does not. An 18 doesn't hit you? It does not hit me. Holy Whoa. crap. Okay. Sorry? No, no, you do your thing. Okay. I have a reaction so, when you're done. Absolutely. Um, so the first uh, the first kick um, comes wide towards your head. How would you like to block it? Um, I raise up my... Um, I just raise up my shield. And um, I, on her attacks, I'm casting Spiny Shield as a reaction. So I okay. cast 2d4. And well, uh, So is there any sort of a save or how does this work? No, I just cast 2d4 and uh, I, it lowers her damage by that much and deals it back to her. If just so, like, if she does, she have to hit you. Yeah, she has to hit me. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Oh, but this is the attack that misses. This is the attack. Oh, okay, that misses. so I like okay. block it with my shield. Okay, so you just, you just raise up a shield really quickly, and her her shin into the wood, and she like winces for a second, and she pulls it back. So then she like gets a concerted look on her face. She raises her hands quickly. She feigns a punch, and as you lower your shield to react, um, a front kick splits in between the space and just <gasps> gets you right in the face. And that is going to deal. Sorry, one moment. Um. 
Not Boz's face. His it's sweet, sweet face. Oh, it's shoot. so pretty. Um, <laughs> nine points of bludgeoning damage to your face. Okay, so I, so as her foot comes up, the my armor, like oh, it yeah. shoots up and like grabs her leg and like tightens it. It doesn't <laughs> grapple her, but just for, for flavor. And I take three damage, and like the as the vines kind of puncture into her skin, it does six piercing damage to her. <laughs> Sick. Woo! Okay. Okay, so your uh, your jaw, you feel a, a hard connection really quickly, <clears throat> but the, your armor, like uh, the vines grip outward and <laughs> grab her leg, and you feel the impact like kind of cut short. You feel like where that could have like knocked a tooth loose the first time, but the second time, it just kind of like stops. And as the, as the spikes <clears throat> into her leg, she ah, and pulls her leg backward. She narrows her eyes. She's gonna burn a key point. Okay. Um, and she's now gonna take two more attacks with flurry of blows. Okay. Oof. That's a nat one. Oh, shoot. And that's a seven. I'm Zach. Uh, she takes two more strikes and your armor is just <laughs> like the, the vines are coming off of Baez's armor and deflecting kicks and punches. Uh, all right, Baez, you're in this. So that is and as, as Boz, she steps Boz, backward, Boz. she gets this really concerned look on her face and she just she's uh, you have her attention. She's concerned about you. OK. Oof. Is it my turn again? Uh, yeah, we go back to the top of initiative. So it's you, Boz. OK, I'm going to cast suggestion on her. Okay. And I'm going to say... Is that a disadvantage because of combat? No, it's no disadvantage because of combat. Okay. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to say... Feel free to check me on that. But I, um, I am, but please keep going. I say, um, you don't want to engage me in combat and you'd rather concede than fight me. <gasps> there is no disadvantage because of combat. <laughs> How is there no disadvantage from combat? It's a second level spell. <laughs> okay, uh, it's a wisdom saving throw? Yep, and it's a 15 save. That is... This is so cool. That's a seven. <gasps> yes! <laughs> so, Boz, you're like you put your staff down and you and you say that to her, and she like gets this weird look on her face, and the moment she does, your crystal goes bright, and her eyes just kind of go wide as she looks at it, and she drops her arms, and she goes... I don't, I don't want to fight you. And she raises her arms. No, the, the, the thing was, oh, excuse me. It was, you don't want to fight me in combat and you would rather concede yeah. than be forced to fight me. So if she has another option to choose, she can do that. Well, maybe. Okay. Um, let me, let's, let's look at how that's worded. Cause it, it says it can be very specific with the instructions. Hmm. And just to be com completely clear, the intent is you don't want to fight sure. me, but if you're forced to, you have to concede. All right. So the words are, you don't want to fight me, mm. but if you have to, you would rather concede. Okay. So she says, I don't want to fight you. And she raises her hands and she's just kind of stopped there for a moment. Okay, cool. You don't know what all that entails, but yeah, that's what she's doing. Um, okay. The uh, paladin from across the room. Ooh, and mm -hmm. as a, um, yeah, no. Okay. I don't think I have a bonus action I want to do. I was just making sure I'm doing everything I can. It's okay. It's okay. This is stressful. Um, I've taken three points of damage. Healing word is... A bonus action. Is a bonus action, but it's a D4? Yes. Oh, man. Your call, boss. I'm going to save that. I'm fine. Yeah, he's going to... He's not going to do it. Okay. Um, so, uh, from across the room, the paladin sort of like narrows his eyes... He, see, he, see, he saw what happened with the spell and he saw her 
uh, raises staff, and he just sort of uh, lay, uh, puts his head down. And he's going to sprint at you uh, with all of his movement. Uh, he's going to fully recognize who possibly the most dangerous threat is here. Yeah. So he uh, he sprints by her, and he's, he's not fast, but man, with every step, the sand kicks up behind him. There's power in these footsteps. And as he runs forward, uh, he gets right up in your space, and um, he is going to take two strikes at you. Oh, shoot. Is that a 20? Not natural, but it's above 20. Okay. Uh, still rolling below. I've had two rolls so far above 10 out of my eight. Um, so one, uh, one swipe goes towards you and like your shield deflects it. But the other one, um, he is going to cast a, let's see. Yeah. I'm going to say he's going to do a third level thunderous smite. Okay. Oh no. He can't cast up. Okay. Can he really not cast up? It says nothing about higher levels. Okay. Uh, he is going to cast Thunderous Smite at first level. Okay. Um, so as he swings uh, his mace upward, um, he is going to, he's going to like whisper something and the symbol under on his, hanging over his breastplate now, it's a shield um, with a sword in the middle surrounded by fire as that that's going to light up on his on his chest as he starts whispering something and as he like brings his mace upward fire is going to light on it and he's going to swing upward and as he comes upward your armor like reaches out to stop the mace and the fire burns the uh the the vines back and the the morning star is going to hit you in your chest it's awful blinding white pain um the uh, the armor stops any of the sharp points from getting into you but the force is tremendous as you as the air is knocked out of you and he's going to deal um, that is 1d8. Cool. I roll bad. Two plus two is four. Um, plus six plus five. That's not bad. 11. So four plus 11. He is going to deal 15 points of damage to you as you and your chest. I'm going to do and, a reaction um, to the spiny shield again. Absolutely. Um, right as he does, uh, there is a thunder. There's like a... <laughs> like a crack like thunder from around you and i need a strength saving throw from you okay so uh there's that thunderous crack oh i'm gonna roll again upward and uh yeah let's what's the roll okay so i rolled a natural one mm -hmm. inspiration um, but i'm it. definitely gonna burn my inspiration on that and that's a 10 um i'm gonna use my with my guidance did you not use your guidance already it's a cantrip oh yeah that's right and I hate <laughs> that spell uh 14 plus i'm gonna use jackie's uh bardic inspiration which is, I got a seven. Can Guidance be cast as a reaction? You, you cast it. Oh, wait, combat's different than regular life. Mm-hmm. Guidance is a bonus action or an action, right? When can you cast... Um, we'll say under the spell. If it's not a reaction, you can't, you can't cast it when it's not your turn. That's going to be an action, buddy. Oh, it is? There's okay, no so I'll just use the, the, the plus the seven. So that's 17. You have a plus seven in your strength saving throw? No, I have a plus one. Oh, okay, so that's 18. I, use I thought Jackie's, you rolled a 10. I use Bardic Inspiration. He used, he used Bardic Inspiration. <sighs> right. In your head, you hear a little bit of Eye of the Tiger. Dun. <laughs> dun. Okay. Dun, so dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so as, as the, the wave of energy from around you, um, your the, the roots hold you in place and you are not pushed backward. And I um, uh, my, my Spiny Thorn was three. 
Okay. So I take three less damage, and he gets three damage back. So, okay, so you take 12 instead of 15, and 12. he takes three. 12. So uh, a bit more thorns just sort of like <laughs> pierce outward and cut his arm, and he <laughs> pulls it back uh, angrily. Um, okay, so that is his turn. So now it comes to her. Um, so she, still very much believing uh, that uh, she cannot fight you, is going to turn toward him. Heck yeah. Hold on, I'm going to read one more thing about the spell real quickly. Okay, so she's going to take uh, two attacks against him. <laughs> I roll bad all the time. I'm gum at Zachary. <laughs> roll the nine and a five. I'm not kidding. This is how it always is. Okay. Um, uh, so, and she is down to five key points. Um, okay, so uh, she takes two fast strikes and he just, these two have clearly fought each other before and he just ducks down behind his shield and doesn't move and the two strike <clears throat> off of the metal and he just sort of glares his eyes and he looks back to you um, and that is going to be her turn. So now we're back to the top of initiative and it's you, Boz. What are you doing? Okay. Got to plan out my next. This action is, this combat's moving. I like it. I like um, this a lot. Uh, Craig, what are you like thinking and feeling as you watch this fight transpire? I, I feel like I'm in the ring with him. I'm I'm like moving. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah like, your hands. you know when you're in a, like a movie, like, you're watching a movie and you're like, whoa, and you're like, yeah, you know, yeah. like when the plane's coming towards. Every you. time my mom watches a movie, she's just constantly like, if if a character on screen is having an emotion, she is mirroring that emotion. With really, that's yeah. so funny. Aww. It's that's like what, watching a toddler watch a movie. That's what Craig is doing right okay. now. But also, can I do an inside check real fast on the bag of diamonds? I don't know if, if it's not a good yeah, Well, it's not an inside check. Uh, or, I'm going to say that's like an intelligence check. Intelligence? To try and figure out how much mass is in that bag. Okay, intel. General intelligence. 15? That's pretty good, Craig. You know gems if you know anything. Um, you think there's probably like six or seven diamonds left in that bag. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. They bring a lot. That's good to know. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I am going to move uh, opposite. Wait, okay, so real quick, this is a mechanic question before mm -hmm. I do this. If you uh, go around him, do you prompt an opportunity attack? No, no. If I sit on the other side of him, do I get advantage on the attack since since he's surrounded? No, she's not an allied creature. Okay, okay. But, okay, cool. Yeah. Hey, questions? Yeah, yeah no problem. No problem. Um, she's not fighting you, but she's not an ally. Oh, I burned my inspiration into Mark that. Such a responsible player. I do things by the book. The player's <laughs> handbook, that is. Okay, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, so I'm going to... Um, trying to figure out if I want to move and where I want to move. Um, okay, so I am going to make um, do an attack against him. Okay. Just with my staff. <laughs> Woo! Man, I'm so excited. I'm enjoying this so much. Finally combat. That's a natural one. Oh no, Landon, I'm so sorry. Uh, but I'm gonna roll again because I get two attacks. Yes. Oh, because of your feet. Yeah. <laughs> a druid who took, a druid who took polar master. Because do you just have nice feet? Oh my goodness, Micah. <laughs> because of your Man. feet. Um, I don't think that's gonna hit either. Let what would you roll? I rolled a ten. Mm. Plus five is fifteen. Plus one is sixteen. Okay. Uh, you're trying I'm trying to, to think if there's anything else I can. If there's anything else, it's I don't okay, think it's there's okay. anything else. I don't. Oh, I get think... 
No, 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 plus five. Okay, so that's 15, 16. Yeah. Okay, so you you uh, swing the staff forward. Uh, you've been orchestrating this fight masterfully, but you see why these two are regular fighters in here. They're not playing around. You swing forward with the staff, and he just deflects the first strike with the Morningstar, catches it, and as he slides it upward, it breaks some of the thorns off the side of the staff, but they ring grow. <gasps> and as he flings it away, you try to bring it back over his head, trying to use his height. Clearly, he's accustomed to it. He ducks down behind his shield, and it just slides off the top of the shield. Okay, then I'm going to bonus action healing word. Okay. Um, so that's it's a probably a good idea. D4. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, but I can cast it at a higher level if I want, right? You can. You can take it up to 2d4. And I believe it's I believe it's uh, a d4 plus your casting modifier. It is because of this. Uh, no, I think that's just the nature of the spell. Oh, okay. But I think the staff gives you some extra benefits, yeah, right? Yeah, it does. I'm going to look into that. Okay. I'm going to cast it at second level. That staff is incredible. I'm going to cast it at second level. Okay. So that's 2d4, right? And I'm just checking. You're keeping track of the spell slots you've expended, correct? Yes, I am. Excellent. I have, I have two more. Yes, but that should be two D. That should be two D four. Two D four. Okay. And sorry, I don't mean to patronize. Four. Oh my goodness. Four. Four. Eight. Ah! Eight plus five. Um, thirteen. Thirteen plus 13 the staff. Healing back. What's That's the staff? incredible. Uh, the staff. What nice. does it do? Nice. It should be. Oh, let me look it up real quick. I have this sheet right here, but I'm I'm just like. It's okay. There's a. Hey, this combat. is this is tense, man. There's a lot going on. Oh, my proficiency bonus. So it's plus three, so that's 16. You gained back more healing than was taken away from you. What? Holy wow. crap. Boz, are you back to full hit points? Let me see. I think I may be back to full hit points. I thought he got wow. three and then bonus 12. Action. Battle Druid, No, he got man. three and 15. Yeah, I'm back to full hit oh, points. Oh, wait, you're right, Jackie. Boz goes back to full hit points. Ah. Dude. Now, I mean, the staff's amazing, I but thought... that's the best you could have rolled. Yeah. Incredible. So I do that, and then I'm also going to what, move. What does it look like as you as you cast it? Um, I just the the emerald flash is very bright as I just I just, I just kind of whisper something in sil oh, Sylvan to yeah. myself. Um, as the light bathes across your skin, the little etched lines in your aspen-like skin sort of glow for a moment, and you just sort of like regain your breath. And the the paladin guy like tenses his eyes. He's concerned about you. Okay, what are you doing, Boz? Where are you moving? I um. Well, okay, let me think about this mechanically because mm. it doesn't do me any good to move because he's just going to follow me. But he, if I, he's going to proc an opportunity attack from her if he leaves her thing. That's true. So, and he does an opportunity with me at disadvantage. So, it's in my best That's interest. That's true because of your spell. Yeah. So, I'm going to move 30 feet. Which uh, direction? Uh, toward, yeah, towards me. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Okay. Disadvantage. Well, I'm Zach. So, one of those <laughs> is a three. Um, you go to, he goes to swing at you. I want to say like, I turn around and, and like start moving and like the, he swings and like the vines on my back just kind of like <laughs> stop, hit, it backward, stop it backward behind you. <laughs> um, like, no, no, no. The crowd is losing. Also, by the way, <laughs> the crowd is losing their minds. People like ale is sloshing everywhere. The crowd is adoring this fight. It's been a long time since they've had a fight this good. And as you turn and walk away, the vines and they like block the morning star away. And he just sort of <clears throat> under his teeth. This guy cannot stand uh, you, and you're running across the arena, and now mm. she is just squaring up to him. Uh, so incredible turn, Boz. Um, so he's gonna have to. So he turns to go toward you, and um, she is in the way. So he's gonna have to deal with her. Wow, dude, you're <laughs> nailing this. Okay, so suggestion is concentration. So yes. I can't cast any concentration, concentration? spells. Yes, it I is. I need you to make a concentration check because you got hit. Oh, that's great. Okay. Thank you for catching that. I appreciate that. I forgot about that. 
Uh, hey. What is the pass? So the way that concentration works is it's either 10 or half of the total damage if that is higher than 10. That is not higher than 10, so you just need to beat 10. Oh, I got 13, so that's good. You're still concentrating. Thank goodness. I told you I played by the book. Yo, man, <laughs> you're fair. Okay, so he's going he's gonna to see what, what's happening, and he's going to take two attacks at her. Okay, that's actually going to hit. Both of those are going to hit. Dang. Okay. When it's her, I roll high damage. Uh, nine. Nine. Oh, that's a lot of damage. <laughs> oh, that's How many hit points do you have, That's a lot of damage. Landon. That's What's a lot of damage. 39 minus 18. Like, what do you start with? Is 29 minus 8, 21. What was it, Jackie? Oh, I was just asking how many hit points Boz has. Just out of curiosity. I have 31. It's not gotcha. bad. It's less than these guys. Okay. I assume. So it is. Um, uh, so uh, the guy swings the morning star forward and um, the monk woman raises a knee up to, to block it. And when she, when she does block his arm, he's fought her plenty of times. He just hits her in the quad with his shield. He just punches her in the thigh and she, Ugh! and as she falls over and stumbles to one leg, he whips the morning star around and brings it down on her shoulder and some of the metal stabs in and he pulls it outward and there's a spray of blood across the sand and she and she just sort of and and as she as she like puts a fist down in the sand angrily she looks up at him and the green light in her eyes washes away because she took damage so suggestion is now broken and wait, wait, what, uh, that, is, that is the last sentence in the line of suggestion as a spell um, oh, is if me or allies? Uh, if you are an ally, Dagnab, but you're right. Suggestion's not broken. <laughs> hey, hey, way to know your spells. That's awesome. I, Suggestion I is of... not broken. That's very dang, man. You're killing it. Um, so she is. Uh, she's like sort of punched down on the ground. She's bleeding. She looks rough. Um, she looks bloodied. Mm -hmm. And uh, so she's going to take her turn, and she is going to try and attack him. Oh my gosh! Wow, that roll was wild. It went back and forth. <laughs> um, that is, ooh, a miss. This guy's AC is crazy high. Another miss. Okay, so um, she takes, she like comes upward with a palm, and and he doesn't succeed in blocking it, but he's there's just so much armor that it just poof, bounces off the side, and it's that Kafkan iron. I mean, that stuff is thick and hardy, and so then um. She puts a heel forward and she spins backward with a kick. So she puts one foot forward like she's going to kick and then her other foot, her opposite foot spins behind her and she does kick and he just ducks because he's short and it just over his head. Uh, she misses him on both attacks. Oh, man. Okay. Boss, top of initiative. It's you. What are you doing? I cast heat metal on him. <gasps> on, his, on, yes! his armor, on his armor. Yes! On his armor. On his armor. Okay. Is that concentration? That's not concentration, metal. is it? That is concentration no. up to a minute. I don't do that then. Okay. <sighs> you I'm going to wait to Aww. do that. Okay. Dang it. I hate concentration. What you doing, Boz? Yeah. Uh, let me think about what I'm going to do. If there do. wasn't concentration, uh, casters would be Casters would just be awful. <laughs> I love um, heat metal. Yes. I love you. so fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love heat metal. In inspiration. <laughs> really? Yeah, that was hilarious. Okay, doing, so how far away is he? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. So 30. to get into melee range, 25. Yeah. Okay. Are you going to run back? <laughs> um, I don't think I only have 30 feet of movement. You could technically run up to him and then leave again. <laughs> I know, but I would. he, would, he wouldn't proc an opportunity attack from her. Well, it's 25 no, to no, get no, there. No, 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 you wouldn't. Because, yeah, if you ran up to here and then you moved back, he could stay in range with her. And then, but so if I that move, that's yeah. 20 feet away, right? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. 25. Okay, so no matter where I move, he can still hit. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Um, I don't think I did a good job because the, the oh, tricky... you've done an excellent. This is the best thing you've okay, done. Okay, I'm looking at uh, Thunder Wave. Um, y'all, this combat's dope. <laughs> You're so excited. Okay. I'm I'm having Q. so I've been waiting so long for combat. So a 15 Woo! foot cube. So I can do that from here and not hit her. It's a 15 foot cube. That I select. Okay, what's the range on it? Uh, I think it's. Uh, I want to say it's three. range self 15 foot cube. So it's oh. right in front of you. Yeah. The idea is that you send it out from you. Okay. Um. Well, it still doesn't do as much damage as I could. So I'm going to, I'm going to wait. Why do I have to do anything? Okay. I'm going to hold an action. I was about to say. Do you can I, can I hold an action? Yeah, what, what would you like to ready? To attack if he comes within range or is that, like, what's the action I can do? Um, you, yeah, I mean, yeah, you can, you can hold an action to attack if he comes within range. That's yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to hold an okay. action to attack so if he comes within range. So you're just letting them, uh, let them fight. You're just on the other side of the ring and you like sort of kneel down with your shield and your staff and you wait. Um, Okay, dude. Sick. Um, all right. So then it goes back to him, and uh, he's going to see that he just has to deal with her first. Oh, man, dude. you're This is so brilliant. Um, that's another hit. He's rolling hot. Okay. That's one miss and a hit. Um, would he do anything? I mean, he has... Two more, why not? Um, he's gonna pump another thunderous smite into one of his hits. Um, so uh, he goes he goes to strike her with the morning star, and she just does this sick, like she catches the palm of the metal or the the um uh, the shaft of the metal morning star in her palm, and she just does like a slide it away thing. She doesn't block it, she just redirects the momentum and she pushes it down into the sand. You know that scene in Kung Fu Panda uh, where um Tai Lung breaks into the Jade Palace and he starts throwing weapons at at uh, uh, the master, not Uguay. None mm -hmm. of this matters. No, um, I know what you mean. And he catches the blade with his palm and like slides it into the stone. She just like slides it away and it poof, into the sand. And as she slides it down, he he lifts up a shield to bash her. And she, as she catches it, he pulls the the morning star back up out of the sand and poof, catches her in her, in her chest. And she and there's another um, there's another of energy. And he is going to deal. <laughs> okay, that's nine piercing with okay that dice went everywhere seven oh that's bad so there's another huge crack of thunder and like there's a shockwave and as it as it like races outward the sand around him gets displaced it gets pushed away in a cloud and the crowd cloud has to come back down and the whole room it's deafening like in the whole space there's just a and the room shakes and every time it does the crowd like people are have tankards with no more ale in them because they're still like punching them upward in the air and there's just a spray of alcohol everywhere and um he is going to deal a total of that was nine plus seven that is 16 more damage to her Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> okay so she's gonna make a strength saving throw Oh shoot, that's high. Okay, she's gonna succeed. So she like um she sort of stumbles backward but maintains her footing. But as she comes to her head is bobbing, her face is bleeding a little bit from the force. The force has like ruptured some of her skin, and she's looking bad. Um, now it's her turn. She's not gonna go down without a fight. That's cocked. That's. Oh, did she actually hit? <laughs> One under. 
Oh. I rolled so low for her. Oh, that's two misses. Does she have any key points or anything? Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Key point. Uh, so she, you're playing for her. Okay, so she's going to spend <laughs> a key point. Two more attacks. Miss. Miss. I'm ro I mean, it's oh, me. Wow. I'm rolling like four, five, Dang. seven, three. Um, so she keeps, she's like, like, uh, like, I mean, there is a flurry of blows. She's just, and like, there's these quick jabs and then she does this like spinning kick, but it's not how slow she is or how capable he is as, as she's like, as she's bleeding, like things are going wild and swinging over and he's just moving back and forth. It's her, like her, she's like concussed and bleeding. Things are just swinging wide. She's missing. It goes back to the top of the initiative. It's you boss. This combat is so much better than I could have imagined. What are you doing? Um, I'm trying to decide. I am going to move. What you doing, boss? Trying to try to remember which ones of these are concentration. Concentration. If you ask, I probably know. Um, not necessarily, but probably. I thought I'd marked them all earlier, but I heat melt okay. concentration. Uh, I think. I'm going to go, I'm going to, okay, so Thorn Whip is, yeah. is, uh, let me, let me, range cantrip. There's a range cantrip. I believe. What is, um, what's going on in Craig and Rose heads respectively right now? Um, there are veins coming out of Craig's head right now. <laughs> <laughs> so he's so cheering it. them on so loudly. He almost <laughs> forgot that he's going to be in that ring in a little bit. Heck yeah. Um, Boz, because you are above fifth level, or because you're fifth level, it will deal 2d6 damage, and it has a range of 30 feet. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so I move wow. uh, close to where I want to, okay, so I want to position myself to where if he wants to come attack me, he has to take an opportunity attack from her. You could be here. He would have to, or you could be like here or here. He'd have to take an opportunity attack, and he would still be in range. You could be anywhere in this Okay, that one I arc. Uh, move down. Okay, up, up, there. Okay, so you race across the sand and you skid to stop in place. She's like bleeding and falling around. He's focused on her, but as you start running around, you catch his periphery, and he's having to split his attention between you, so he can't straight look at you. So I do um, a thorn whip. Yeah, you do. And so I roll to hit. Come on, dude. Come and remember, on. this is this is your natural twenty. Natural snap. Wow. That's what's a the what's damage. the total? So that's four d six. Yes, but what? Okay, what's the total of the roll? Uh, that's, that's a twenty-seven, right? Twenty-eight. Because I get a plus one from the staff. Oh, oh my goodness! Gosh. Wow! <laughs> I needed that roll. Oh, that's two I, natural twenties this time. I think our previous highest roll is twenty-seven. Oh, I think you just set the highest, the new highest roll of the campaign. Hey. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, Wait, so what did you get? I got a twenty-eight. <gasps> oh my gosh! Okay. Oh wait, when I use the thing, the staff is in my spellcasting focus. Uh. Oh, and wield it as a melee. I do an extra one d four psychic damage, on top of that. Well, this isn't a this isn't a melee hit. Oh, and wield it as a melee weapon. Okay, yeah. that that would have been cool though. But no, 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 no. Can't do everything. Now, that's five, one of the most powerful magic items in the six, world. <laughs> that thing is crazy. Ten, thirteen damage with this vine. Dude. 13 nice. damage with a fifth level with, with a with a cantrip at fifth level. Yeah. That's incredible. I'm also gonna Ooh. bonus action uh healing word her. Ooh. Ooh. I love Clever. boss. I love boss so much. 
Okay. She basically just a pawn. Um, so that's 1d6. Yeah. 1d4. 1d4. Plus your... That's plus 3 five. plus 5 Eight. plus uh, 3. That's 11. Is that is it plus half your proficiency bonus? No, it's plus whole, my proficiency. Okay. Wow, that's good. The experience that every DM has had where you're like, wow, I gave a player that? <laughs> Why? Okay. So, Boz... Um, do you want to narrate this? I say, you got this. <laughs> Just hit him with your fist. <laughs> See, you scared to stop it in place. You, um, as you whip out the staff, he's like turning to look at you and then a jab comes back from her. So he has to block it. And as he looks away from you, the staff reaches outward and the staff itself, like, like, uh, like this huge, long elongated thought, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So I want the words to be from Yelik Tanant. Okay. Like in like not like Alexander, no, but no, no. like a language. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So as as you as I you don't like, want to know what it means. As you whisper outward, just this nonsense comes through your mouth that you've never recognized, and you just stop I'm not like it's like weird nonsense. It's <gasps> garbled nothing. And right when Boz shouts it, everyone in the in the whole place, all your heads get fuzzy for a second. And these vines whip outward. <laughs> And as they swing outward, like a couple whip off of his armor, but a number wrap around gaps and stabs spines inward. And he just, and it pulls back and blood splatters. And uh, he looks like he's taking some damage. Oh um, my gosh. <laughs> uh, he's, you know, like he's not bloody anywhere, but he's bleeding in a number of places. You can see it like spilling over the iron of the armor. And as, as it whips back to you, you turn around and you say to her, uh, you got this, a uh, punch. And, and the staff like shines again with light and a number of her wounds close. And uh, she like sort of shakes her head a little bit and she looks like she's regained some clarity. Amazing turn, Boz. I'll keep back to wow. him. So after, after you hit him again, he just, <laughs> and he turns back to her. He knows he has to deal with her first. Um, so he's going to take two more strikes. Uh, ooh, I think that's a miss. That's a miss. Okay. Second attack. Oh, that's definitely a hit. He's going to pump another thunderous smite into this. Okay. Him and his thunderous smite. I know. Goodness. I'm going to bonus that's action power is that the, kill. This I'm just kidding. Man. Is that the third? That's the third time I've cast that, correct? Yes. 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 Thought so. Okay. Third time's the bad charm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, that is going to be... Oof, eight. Uh, so um, he steadies himself for a second, and as he as he stops, um, the symbol like the light from under his uh, his armor like glows, and his chest beat gets gets kind of like red hot, and he uh, he squeezes the hammer in his hand in his hand, and it just or the morning star, and it just <laughs> fire erupts on it, and he goes. All will fall, and he like whips it around, what? and as it as it like swings around by the sand, a number of the sand glasses from the heat, and he swings it up to water, and she goes to block. She puts her forearms over each other, crossing in an X, and as it hits her, there's just this, just this all the sand out to the side lifts, and Boz, you have to cover your ears as there's this huge thundering crack and fire, and uh, she just goes flying backward, and she just uh, onto the sand, <gasps> unconscious, her forearms smoking. She is. Knocked unconscious. Okay. Um, no. Ooh, and I have a ring for this. <laughs> I'll say he knocks it back to you just for flavor. Um, and uh, then he turns, he looks at you, and he just points the morning star at you and puts the shield up next to it. Uh, Boz, it's back to your mm. initiative. Okay, so I move um, far back. <laughs> How far? <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. Real quick. Yeah. Um, I, I want to be within 60 feet of him, but I want to move far, as far away as possible. Um, well, you can't be within. You can't be as far as sixty because the whole ring is. 60. Okay, great. Okay, then um, I just move as far back as possible. So, like to here. Yes. Okay. Five, ten, 
15, 20, 25, 30. You can get okay. there. And then I cast Mirage Arcane between us to make it look like a huge crack in the earth opens. Oh! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so pause. Uh, when you get, I mean, you can narrate it if you want to. Um, yeah, I, I, I slam the staff down on the ground. Then it looks like cracks open up, um, Dude, splintering from it. And it splits the earth apart into like a giant crag. So like all rock. through here, all through okay. there, all the so way pause, across. You lift the staff and, you... and it can be up to a mile in length, but I'm not going to do right, that. Right, right, right. Uh, cause then everyone would run. <laughs> exactly. uh, so you lift the, the staff and as you, as you like pff, down in the sand, all the sand like lifts for a second and then begins oh. sinking oh. in on itself in the floor. Ah. <laughs> and people from outside of the arena, like are going, yeah, those people are going like, <laughs> and uh, Barrett, who's been cheering and smiling, gets like a really concerned look on his face, like you've just broken his ring. And, oh um, no! He can take an action to try and figure yeah, out. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I'm not gonna sit here and roll for all the NPCs. <laughs> um, uh, so now uh, it's him. Okay, interesting. Okay, so yes. that's, that's your turn, right? Yeah. Let me get the wordage up. Uh, a wordage. I can make it seem impassable terrain. Yeah, no, I mean, and yeah. it's audible, visual, and tactile. Um, creatures with true sight can see through the illusion. However, all other elements of illusion remain. So. Oh no, he's definitely not like. Magic I'm trying to see what he has to do to like see if it's. I think it's an intelligence saving. Throw. An intelligence saving throw on his turn. Yes, and I don't think it's an. Is it a whole action? I think it says you can use your action to make an intelligence saving throw to see if you can. Man, that sucks. That's a high level spell, so that makes sense. Yeah, it's a seventh level illusion. Wow. Thanks, Mr. Staff. Does Ro know what he's doing? Intelligence saving throw. Actually, no, you've seen him use it before. Okay, cool. I'm like, the yeah. quiet of people reading spells. <laughs> Does it say anywhere in the spell? Holy cow. They just don't know what it is. But how do they... Okay, bizarre. There's not a rule for this? That's really weird that it doesn't suggest a mechanic. Okay. Um, it's a seventh level spell. <laughs> yeah, that's bizarre that there's not wording for that. Okay, well, it's fine. You know, it can't be perfect. Um, so the, the ground splits open. He like freaks out and looks at you. Um, and I glare at him. Like I'm just like, yeah. like, like the person who was like scared is like gone. And I like, like yeah. looking at him like you're going to die. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna make up a rule for this because I guess we have to. Um, I'm going to say that it's a seventh level spell, so I want to treat it with that respect. And you can make an investigation check as an action. So I'm going to say here is the ruling from here forward. Please remember this: that um, he can uh, that like creatures can use an action to investigate the illusion to see if it is an illusion. Um, and let me look something up really quickly. You're, man, you man, you made you forced me to consider all sorts of things I had not previously thought about. Um, any additional thoughts from Roe at the time? <laughs> I like buffering for time while I look something up. Um, how long has it been? How long's combat been? Uh, maybe like forty-five seconds, a minute. Oh my okay. holy crap! That's what I figured. I mean, mechanically I'm speaking, like... not a minute, but like in storytelling, yeah, it's been very quick. Like Ro is trying to like root for Boz and think of all this. And she's also like, wow, he's doing amazing. And at the same time, she's like, the clock is running out on me being Sylvia right now. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Okay. Um, so um, he is going to... That doesn't take a spell slot either. That's just something I do. Yeah. Dang. yeah it's incredible. That staff is amazing. 
Um, Mirage Arcane is just like... It's an incredible spell. Um, he is going to make... I'll tell you what, he's going to make an intelligence check for it to even occur to him that he can like look at it. Um, oh, that was high. My Let's spell save is 15. Yeah, he rolled a 15. Okay. Um, so he like sort of looks forward. It's not like, oh, he's seen through it because he still has to make that intelligence check. But instead of just being like, oh, crap, like it occurs to him that he can test it. So he is going to walk forward. I'll just say that this whole area is the edge of it, like this line to this line. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So he's going to he's going to walk up to it and he's going to make an investigation check. So he's going to walk forward because it occurs to him. He is a caster. He's aware of like how powerful magic requires. So he's going to sort of like look down and like with his shield raised up towards you, he's going to push his morning star and as he uh as he pushes the morning star down toward the ground it's stopped by the ground and like 60 people around in the arena because you fooled like everyone everyone in the arena goes <gasps> like it's like the big twist in a movie everyone's like whoa it's fake <laughs> and he sort of like puts the morning star down and then looks up and glares at you that's that's all of his action and his movement um except let me check one thing really quickly because if there's a spell he can cast he gonna cast it um Sorry, Melanie, again, for the wait. <laughs> Dude, this combat's awesome. I know, right? Hope that could all end right here, though. Okay, that's an action. That's also an action. Dang. Okay, last option. Unless this is just not in the book. Hello. Oh, I'm in the wrong. Alphabet's tough, guys. <laughs> Bonus action. Sick. Okay. He is going to cast. Uh, so when he looks up at you, he's just going to look up and glare. And his symbol is going to glow from under his chest. He's going to mutter something. And his his whole uh, morning star is going to glow a little bit red as he casts magic weapon mm. on his, uh, I know oh, what that on is, his yeah. weapon. Uh, and he's going to expend his first second level slot to do that. Dang, that's not good for me. Nope. Um, it's not good. It does a lot of damage. Okay, because I have so that he too. just he just stands there looking at you. Oh, actually, he has a little bit more movement. So he's gonna go. So that was five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. He's there. He's just walking toward you. And as he walks forward, he is striding across oh. the gap in the ground. It's so insanely cool. cool. That what is are you so doing, cool. boss? Rude. Um, I guess it depends on what I want to do. It does. <laughs> I'm gonna cast. Oh, this is gonna. It's all out. I'm gonna cast heat metal at the third level on his armor. Yes. Yes. <gasps> yes. Dude. Third he, okay. Metal. He, um, metal. He, dude. Metal. Now, Mirage Arcane is concentration. Yes. No. It's just gonna look that way for ten days unless you drop it at some point. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna look like there's a huge crack in the ground for ten days unless you drop it. The elephant man. Wild. Um. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, I mean, everyone has clearly seen its illusion now. So that doesn't go anywhere. Suggestion is already broken because she's unconscious. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, just cast heat metal, my guy. Um, what does it look like as you cast it? Because there's also, crazy part, there's no save for heat metal. No. It just <laughs> happens. We love um, heat metal. It's an incredible spell. Yeah, you have to, If you want to take it off, you make a saving throw. But if you don't want to take it off, you just take the damage every time you have a turn. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Okay. Um, so now you are concentrating on this. It's 3d8, correct? Yeah, 3d8 damage. Roll your damage. Oh, eight. This one. Okay. What's your damage? Four. <laughs> Twelve. Wow, 
Wow, you're rolling high. 19. You're rolling high. <laughs> Plus, you know, that's it. No, it's just that, right? There's no, da there's no yeah, bonus no, no, no. to it. I mean, it's just a ton of damage. 19 17, damage? 19 damage. Dude. <laughs> Wild. Okay. Um, so as you, what does it look like as you cast this? I, this is the first time boss, well, he cast, he hasn't cast a fire spell yet. No. I want it to be, I want it to be different. I want it to be, can he, I don't know what Hyundin is or like what it is, but he studied this and he, I want fire, I want it to have okay. a special moment. Can you flavor it for me? I, I absolutely can. Um, uh, so as you like raise up the staff and point it in at him, you start muttering. And this time it's not the nonsense of Yelik Tanan's magic. Um, you just begin whispering in Sylvan. And as you do, the staff begins glowing green. And then there's the slightest flicker of like red. Um, and uh, as you begin whispering, um, the front of his armor just for a moment, there's a burst of fire. And then it just, and he like, he like steps back for a second shocked. And then it starts like burning and he just, <laughs> he gets screaming. And uh, uh, there's like little tiny flickers of gold in the red, in the red flame that appear for a moment. And then the, the armor starts heating and he just, <laughs> and he like looks at you. I mean, not raging, but raging, you know? Yeah. Um, and he realizes that doffing his armor would take like 10 minutes. So he's just gonna, he's just dealing with it. Um, and he Oof. looks, his his, uh, his skin has gotten so red on his face that like it looks like it's starting to turn black in places and he's been bleeding. He looks very much bloodied. Um, he looks more than bloodied. Burning alive, he's going to run at you, uh, closing the gap, and he is going to do the thing he can do. Um, how much damage is Shatter? Oh, no. This would be... Uh, Boz, you wouldn't happen to be made Shatter's completely out of rocks, spell. would you? No, I'm not. That's a shame. Oh, but I am. Are you sure this whole campaign and the materials that I've sent you, I haven't just told you that you were secretly made out of rocks? Guess not. Craig loves you a little bit more. <laughs> What's more damage? That's more damage. Okay, so he's just going to make two attack rolls against you. What's your AC currently? 19. Holy crap. 19. That's a two because wow. I'm Zach. One hit. Um, okay, and he's going to pump his last thunderous smite into it. Okay. <sighs> Dang it. It's a bad damage roll. Those are bad damage rolls. Okay. Um, that is a total of... Okay. Um, so, as he swings towards you with the Morningstar, the, um, the armor <laughs> blocks again, and he, he gets a blow in, but a lot of it is absorbed by the armor. Also, are you still keeping track of the hit point total lost by the armor? I, I didn't know it was fire damage explicitly. Oh, it has to be fire damage, right? Yes. Okay, that's right. Hey. I you think, know what you oh, are? Is it fire damage? No, no, it's not. So you know what you are? Correct. Thank you. Okay. Um, so you take the second attack, and uh, you're going to just take a total of eight damage. That's okay. It. But you do take damage, so I'd like a concentration check. Oh, wait. Formidable foliage is concentration, isn't it? No, it's not. It's not. That's right. No. But I, I can Oh, that's drop, right, because then the spell would suck. I can drop concentration. It doesn't matter. Um, so we'll just say yeah, that yeah, I drop yeah. concentration on the heat metal. Okay. And so the um, armor and cools down. Cool. I turn? mean, it's still glowing hot. Yeah, it's your turn. Okay, so... And it's I, not looking great for him. <laughs> I'm going to... Well, I thought that was going to be a concentration spell, so I used my last third level spell slot on it. Um, so I guess I cast Flaming Sphere. Oh, jeez. You said that like it's not going to kill him. <laughs> I cast Flaming Sphere on the other side of him. Woo! Um, he, makes a, he makes a save. You know what? I'm just going to represent save Flaming Sphere with his d20, and then I'll roll it again. Yeah. <laughs> that is so awesome. sick. I love that. 
Okay, so he makes a dexterity saving throw. Okay, so I'm now going to use the flaming sphere to make the dexterity saving throw. That's a natural 20. Oh. oh. So he takes what? half damage now. Okay. So um, 1d6. But first, Boz, the casting of this freaking sick spell, what does it look like? Uh, another thing, like it, like, same thing as like it starts to grow a little like a yeah. little bit red and then like this like slowly like behind him i don't know if he sees it but he like slowly starts to feel the, the warmth of oh. the sphere <laughs> and maybe it's because his armor was just now red hot so it's oh, like he can't tell. Yeah, yeah so but um but yeah it pops up so the 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 sand behind him starts glowing kind of hot and suddenly a little circle of sand turns into glass as this ball of fire just <gasps> It wraps behind him and like it's hot for a second. He doesn't hear anything. And then he feels his hair burning and he like whips around and sees just this ball of fire just behind him in this huge orb. Uh, so and then he like barrel rolls to the side, tries to get out of the way. How much damage does he take? Uh, should I roll 2d6 and have it or just roll 1d6? Um, uh, the way I've always done it is 2d6 and a half just because you get to roll more dice and that's more fun. Okay, it's five. That's three. That's eight. So he takes four damage. That's pretty good. Roll on that actually. So, okay. Uh, okay, so the fire, and he rolls out of the way, and he bats some of it off his armor, but Boz, this guy, half his hair is burned off in the back, um, his face is burned, uh, the little gaps of his fingers that are through his armor is burned, um, there's char marks on his armor, there's blood coming off of him, your man looks rough. Um, okay, so that's your turn, correct? Yes. That's Anything uh, else? No, that's my turn, yeah. Okay. Uh, Alright, so it goes back to him. He's out of thunderous smites. Um, he's just gonna is do the, the thing he can do. Um, is he, the girl just sitting there unconscious? Yeah. Do the clerics do anything while she's unconscious, or is she just like not there? yet? They're just watching with gotcha. anticipation. But they're like the clerics at the edge of the, the edge of the ring with their hands almost resting on the stone. Each of them have components on their pouch, like they're ready to roll. Um, gotcha. Uh, well, I was about to ask a question of opportunity attack about the sphere, but he wouldn't know. So he's not going to, he's going to try and um, roll around the sphere and get behind you here with his movement. Um, does anything happen with that as he goes from one side of you to the other? Uh, no, it's when he, it's, it's, it's if he. I'm just checking. Ends its term within five feet of the sphere, makes a dexterity saving throw. Um, no, it doesn't change. So there's anything. no opportunity attack from the sphere, right? No. Okay, good, because that would be horrifying. Um, so he he like barrel rolls away <laughs> from the sphere, and his armor is so hot that as he rolls through the sand, it's like glowing behind him. Wow. And he gets to the other side of you, and he's just, <laughs> and as he lifts up his uh, his morning star, he looks at you and he goes, um, what is his accent? Yeah, he goes, you. Are an opponent worth fighting, and he uh, he like swings that. So like he, he's he's angry, uh, and he's like gritting his teeth. He's in agony. Yeah. But there's real respect from this guy. He's gonna take two attacks at you <laughs> with the flaming sphere because I have to. Um, that misses because your AC's 19. Thank goodness. <sighs> I'm Zach. Okay, with a roll of a 10 and a seven, um, the morning star, <laughs> and the armor just <laughs> blocks it away. I want to duck against one. Okay, like, sick. I yeah, fought him enough, and I'm just like looking for the next strike. Yeah, and I, you like, bob and weave bit. under. Also, just for the record, I'd like the listener to know I've rolled below ten uh, 12 times so far this combat. <laughs> but that's all right. I got two natural twenties. Yep, but that's okay. That's how it is. Yee. Uh, what are you doing, boss? So as a bonus action, I'm going to ram him with the spear. With the <laughs> spear. Oh, okay. How far can it move? Uh, it can move sixty feet. Thirty oh, feet. I can move. Okay, the well to then, 30 yeah. feet. So it just <laughs> across the ground and rams toward him. Uh, so, uh, dexterity saving throw, or just takes the damage? Uh, 
You know, he has to make a dexterity saving throw. Yeah. Okay. So I love that I have to make a natural one. Is that double damage? Or is that <laughs> no, 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 there's no, too much. No. Uh, so that's 2d6. That's four. And that's two. So that's Jeez, six damage. man. He's looking rough. Um, I am going to move. Uh, I'm going to make two attacks at him. And it's a bonus action to do that with the sphere, right? Yes. Amazing. Ooh, I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. This combat has been incredible. It's been so sick. So that is an unnatural 20. Uh, 21. Total 21? Yeah. Would you like to know something? What? If you didn't have that plus one on your weapon, that would not have hit. Wow. I was like, I was going to say, doesn't hit with confidence. And then you were like, plus one. And I was like, hits. 21 AC, <laughs> Zachary. Yeah. And still. That's <laughs> Okay, wild. so hits. Okay. Roll for damage. So I roll... This is going to be great. Um, okay, so I had written down, it's a D8. So let's roll that D8. That's an 8 plus a D4. You rolled an 8 on your D8? I rolled an 8 on my D8. Plus a D4. <sighs> yeah. A 3, so that's 11. Buzz. Um, plus 5. Buzz. Plus 1. Buzz. How would you like to do this? Ah! <laughs> I, I want to, I, I want, okay. I want to like go and I, I want, I want to like hit him with the head of the spear and I just want to like twist it a little bit and I want to see like this green stuff oh. like pull from his head and then I just want to like pull it away and I just want to see him just like drop to the ground and like fall over. That's so cool. So you, um, you swing the staff by and it, and it cracks him in the head and, I and as it, it does, he like pauses for a second and the green air energy away to his head and he, and hangs there for a second in the air. And then as the energy is pulled away, you whip it away and he just to the ground. And um, the flaming sphere. Yeah, I pull back the illusion. The flaming sphere. And the, and the ground. I wanted to like pull like the cracks pull back into the yeah, staff. Yeah, yeah. And the ground re reappears. He is laying unconscious. She is unconscious. And there is a moment of silence in the arena. And I raise the staff. <laughs> and the there are like 60 people. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody. And the drummer, the drummer drops the mallets and just starts going. <laughs> on, on her head with the drum and the violinist just drops <laughs> drops the uh the whatever you call the thing you use on a violin a bow. Uh, the bow thank you and erases <laughs> <There you go. laughs> everyone like people are like throwing ale and gold gets flung oh into gosh. the arena with you boss i'd like you to roll a d100 <gasps> oh a d100 we saw how this went last time <laughs> that is uh, 19. There is 19 gold thrown into the arena that you can pick up. So you can put that in your inventory. Okay. 19 gold is a lot of money. Yeah, a good amount. Um, and people are freaking out, screaming, cheering. Um, Boz, you have just won the Rumble in the Blood Bowl. Yeah, I do. Oh, <laughs> wow. wow. That was so good. Okay. Um, is he okay? Is he dead or is he unconscious? They're both well, unconscious. Well, no, he didn't do the insanity that Greta did. Um, okay. So I... Okay, so this is crazy. Um, well, so the ring clerics jump, out, vault over the wall. Immediately, they start casting spells, and the two individuals both like return to conscious. Roughly, um, the the woman sits up and like rubs her head, and she sort of touches it. She just looks confused as to what happened because she was like charmed for half of it. Uh. And then, uh, as the guy gets, they heal her a little bit. Both of them are dumping spells into him because he like like his skin is having to reform. <laughs> a little bit of his hair goes back, but. The back half of his hair is just gone. <laughs> and as he stands up, uh, he's just sort of like breathing <laughs> deeply. And uh, it's they're both like attending to the two warriors. And I want to like talk oh, to wow. them. Like I want to be okay. like... Also, the crowd, it's the next four minutes are just going to be people screaming. Um, so uh, who do you talk to first? I want to talk to him. Okay. So um, 
one of the two ringside clerics, I have to actually pull up our document for the episode again. Um, uh, the uh, There's this really spindly looking dude with ginger hair, a tufted beard at the bottom. He's a human. The best way I know how to put it is shaggy and gray cleric robes. <gasps> is like <gasps> next to uh, the guy and he's like sort of like asking him questions. He's going like, um, uh, are you okay? Are you all right? And the guy's just nodding his head with his head in his hands. He's put both weapons down. And uh, he picks the symbol up on his chest, slides it back behind his armor. And he looks up at you as you arrive. He's like, dude, you hit. You hit hard. That was I was really scared <sighs> there at the end. That was a good fight, man. What is your name? I'm Boz. What's yours? <sighs> he like raises up a hand, like as if to help him up. I, like, and you, got, you guys do the, like, the action hero, like, yeah. like forearms, <laughs> grab the forearms. As you pull him up, he stands up. And he's like rubbing his hand and he goes, ah, Paulo Coelho, you are an opponent. What's with your name? Boz. It's Boz. Are you sure you're okay? He grabs one of your forearms, raises it up in the air, and he turns around in the room and he raises his other arm and he goes, uh, Boz! And the whole room goes, Boz, 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 Boz! And there's one person, there's one patron who's grabbed two sides of a table, which is like headbanging back and forth, screaming, And, uh, he just lowers your arm and he looks at you and he goes, You are a great fighter. Yeah. It was an honor. It was an honor for you as well. That I, I, I just can't believe what's happening. You, I, oh my gosh! And I've like dropped it from the foliage yeah, and yeah, everything, and my shield is like. Back and there's all and, these stick like just pieces around you as it falls off. That and the shield is pulled back in. Are you here often? <laughs> do you come here? Yeah, often? Do you come here often? <laughs> once a month. Okay, I would love to do that again sometime. If you are ever in town, you ring me up. Okay. <laughs> Why are you? Why are you here in town? Uh, we're here just stocking up on a trip. Um, Who is we? Uh, me and my friends. And I point, I just, they're somewhere in the crowd. Do I see them? He, One he, of them is about to be a champion. He looks at you. He just picks up his morning star and points it at you. And he's got this like, it's not like, like, uh, like obnoxious, like frat guy, but there's like a real bro, like energy. <laughs> he points at you and he goes, <laughs> and he flexes his arm and shakes the morning star. And he goes, I don't know who your people are, but tell me if you ever want a hired weapon. And he like turns around and starts walking oh. out of the edge of the ring. Um, and he goes and he finds Barrett and starts talking to him. Uh, I want to talk woman, to her. Okay, so you you go back and she's just sitting up. She's just breathing heavily. Every Also, by the way, you feel awful. You might have a broken rib. Uh, like you're starting to I've learn I've only taken to... seven hit points of damage. Oh, okay. You don't have a broken rib, but you feel horrible. Okay. Uh, seven, seven, seven hit points. I like it hurts. Like it hurts. Yeah, especially. It feels, bad um so like your head is throbbing but you're okay and you walk up to her and she's just sitting up the other cleric has walked away from her and she's just sitting in the stand breathing heavily i'm sorry i wasn't gonna do that to you you <laughs> kind of forced my hand she stands up she like wipes the sand off of her pants don't apologize that was a good fight it was if she's do I, does she, is she still sitting there no she's she stood up okay 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 and she just reaches out a hand i greet she I shakes shake yours and said it was what's your name I am, uh, I've Apta. forgotten. Apta. Uh, Apta. Thank you. Uh, she goes, I am Apta. Uh, well, it was a great fight. You are capable. Oh, make a perception check, boss. I use guidance on myself. Oh, I, I hate that character. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's okay, four. don't worry about it. Plus five. Um, it's fine. Uh, so she goes, um, <laughs> uh, I keep up with abundance. Oh, you really knocked it out of me. I guess he knocked it out of me. Yeah. What did you do to my head? I just, it's this, it's part of the thing I can do. I just, I'm good at charm and stuff. Magic, that's fine. Well, 
She pats you on the shoulder. Have a good life, Buzz. Maybe do you do you find <laughs> here? I might come back. I might do it again. Oh, when I'm in town. Okay, where Not are you often. from? Persuasion check, Buzz. This is fine. This is fine. This is fine. Buzz, you you better make that. <laughs> like it's really fun. Um, Greta comes back and fights Buzz. That's sixteen. <laughs> oh, that's right on the cusp. Land in odds or evens? Evens. Well, it was an 18, so she just nods her heads and she goes, her head. Her head. No, she just nods and she says, from more than one place, but let's call it, um, well, obviously from Unsen. Then she gestures toward her skin and that's Deliria, which you know, you've heard from uh, Tello, that's the elven kingdom. Yeah. In Unsen. And she says, um, Astaliria. Astaliria. A-S-T-A-L-E-R-I-A. Um, Tello has mentioned that before, that that's the kingdom where the wood elves are from. In, uh, and where most of Yalabrin's wood elves come from is from uh, in, in Unsen. Um, and you all have started to pick up that like not every elf from Astaliria has dark skin, but that's where most of the dark skinned wood elves in the world come from. And she continues and she says, and um, let's just say somewhere out west. I'm but, from somewhere out west too. I'm not going <laughs> to say where, but I am from oh, the west. I understand. I understood. get it. I get it. Um, I'll see you around, boss. It'd be great to meet you again. It was a great fight. <sighs> yeah. And she just, uh, no flips. She just walks out of the ring. Okay. <laughs> and uh, she goes and she picks up a drink at the bar. And then, and people, people are like, I mean, it's not that like everyone, like they're congratulating every fighter. And you get the feeling that these guys are regulars and the crowd knows them. So they're like, uh, they're like, patting them on the back nobody needs to buy a drink people are giving them drinks she drinks a little and then she leaves and the guy goes sit down and starts hamming it up with people and he's just talking to people. i go back to um, uh Ro. <laughs> okay so you leave the ring and you find uh uh sylvia uh, i Ro, stand I mean, up sylvia. and i <laughs> just kidding <laughs> i stand up and i give baz a hug like a big bear hug it hurts a little <laughs> oh okay i got some bruises hit oh me. sorry hit me, thank you that was um <laughs> wow that was a. Uh... Wow. That was incredible balls. Also, like someone shoved a drink in your hand immediately. I have it. I'm like, <sighs> okay. And I like drink it. And it how, how good of a drink is it? Uh odds. Odds are even <laughs> odds. <laughs> 19. Um, you could have gotten handed a common ale, but instead you are handed a very fancy rose. Ooh, I was like, this is a nice. I like look for the person and I, like nod at them. Uh it's this really well-dressed, wealthy woman. Does not look like she matches the environment. She's just going, what? And then she like, <laughs> somebody goes back to a table. Also, people are like playing dice around you. You get the feeling there's a lot of compulsive betters in this room. Okay. Um, They're playing <laughs> um, Actually, uh, Ro, you're proficient in history? Yeah. History check. As out of the periphery as people play this. Wait, no, I'm not proficient in history. Never mind, Greta's gone. Nobody make any checks. Continue. Ah! Um, oh, Abby's face is disappointing. Um, <laughs> so I Can say, I make a history check? <laughs> you're from the Earth and Bloom. Okay. Okay. Zach wants to give us secrets. Yeah, I was like, let me know. Which I'm not complaining for. I will take all the secrets. I love secrets. That's an um that's a 19. <laughs> I love you, Jackie. You're the best. Um, Ro, you see out of the corner of your eye, you know this game that's getting played at a number of tables. There, there are people in here who are just spectators, the people in here who to have meetings in private place. Um, but also, um, there are some compulsive gamblers in here. And you see the game that's being played is called Beggar's Hope. Um, it's a very Ooh. common dice game throughout 
uh, Yalavrin um, that many people uh, play, like sail. It's common with sailors and um, and uh, vagabonds and um, charlatans as well as like it's it's one of the more popular dice games in all of. Uh, Has SMB. Ro ever played it? Oh, I'm sorry. What was that, Abby? Or Jackie? I said, has Ro ever played it? Yeah, you've definitely played it before. Oh. And uh, you are aware, in a metagamey sense, that it is a very real physical dice game that I have made rules to that people can play. <laughs> but anyway, you see this happening. It's happening in your peripheries. So that lady goes out and sits at a table cool, cool. and resumes a game. Uh, does anyone do anything else? Okay. I'm going to look for the I... guy to get paid for my fight. Oh yeah, I was gonna go look for the guy too, so I'll okay. go with Boz. We'll say at the same time, both Sylvia and Boz hey, walk up to Hey, do you wanna go look for the guy with the money? And he's, uh, he's talking to people <laughs> yeah. in ledgers. You guys walk up to um, uh, Barrett and he's uh, he's like talking with patrons. And um, uh, he as you guys approach him, he goes, um, uh, yes, how can I help you? Hey, so do I get paid for winning? <laughs> yes. Also, I bet First on of all, the th congratulations. Thank you. And he like shakes your hand. <laughs> big meaty strong hand and he goes um uh everyone collects their winnings at the end oh my bad no okay. no no it's fine first time my man if you want to come back and he pokes your chest as he does it you are always welcome in the blood bowl thank you i'm sorry that i made you think i destroyed your arena for a little that's bit that's really i mean if i had a heart condition i would probably need <laughs> one of those clerics but, <laughs> amazing i don't know who you are but don't let me get on your wrong side all right all uh, right i'm gonna go enjoy the rest of the and fights. right in between him talking he get you get interrupted and like you get like lifted off your feet oh, okay and um bordron helmson walks up <gasps> that, and he's a big man most yes, of his armor is off bordron. he's just wearing his pauldrons and he picks you up big strong guy and he lifts you up and he just picks you up in the air and he like gives you a huge hug and then he drops you and uh, he he takes the glass out of your hands that's like mostly drank, puts it down on the table, picks up a separate mug and shoves it in your hands. And he goes, uh, <laughs> now you, my friend, have won me a lot of money. Oh, how much did you bet? Well, <gasps> with uh, with Barrett, I bet 10 gold. With other people, more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can oh. bet outside of Barrett? Yeah. And he, and he like, like three people look <laughs> up at you and like kind of scoff and go back to their tables. And he goes, everyone else, everyone here has a betting problem. Okay. Not me. <laughs> but um, <laughs> my man, I don't know who you are, but you are a formidable force. I'm glad. I'm glad I could help you get the mo money. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's, it's a lot to be in battle. Um, and he kind of leans into you really quickly. And he lets like the dinny excitement go around and he goes, I'm not saying anything to anyone higher up about where you've been. Um, Biscuit heard about what happened at the tavern. Um, Wait, can I hear this? No, he's whispering into Boz's ear. Oh. Um, oh, okay. I mean, Boz could tell you later, but he's just talking to Boz. And okay. he says, um, uh, <laughs> you just, you're not allowed to be in scenes that you're supposed to be in. Not with Kana, Jay, not here. <laughs> just, you, you're out, Jackie. Uh, so he's well, I knew I was goes, standing by him, so no, I didn't I, know if he was, was whispering or not. I'm just laughing yeah. about how this keeps happening. Um, <laughs> it's because of that time that Does you interrupted. Uh, no, you're on the other side of the room. Um, uh, so he keeps whispering <laughs> your boss and he says, um, uh, I don't, I don't know what Fiskit's going to do about it. Um, there's no wanted notice, but just between you and I, I think maybe they're developing like a task force uh, to deal with potential oh threats no. to the Empire after what happened in Zedge. And I think he's involved with it. So I think maybe you guys are on like a watch list. Again, I don't think you guys have any trouble with the Empire yet because technically that was just public protest, which you can be arrested for, but he's not doing anything. So I think you're just 
on a sensitive list. Okay. Um, but uh, I appreciate it. Um, but uh, congratulations. And he stands back up and he shakes your shoulder again. And he uh, winks at you and he says, uh, if you need more drinks, I'm over there at that table. Okay. My money making friend. And he like slaps you <laughs> on the shoulder again and it like rocks you a little. And he goes, sits down at the table, gives you one last file and then just starts talking to other people. I love Boardroom. I love he Boardroom He might be too. one of my favorite I NPCs. Too. I, I, we should ask I, him the question. We should ask more questions about Boardroom. <gasps> well, so Boardroom goes and sits down. Um, How much time does Sylvia Rowe have left? Five minutes. Oof. Okay. Um, can Ro look over to Boz and say, what was he saying to you? I'll tell you later. Um, okay. He's better at whispering than I am. <laughs> okay. Inspiration. Yeah, that makes sense. We're not very good at that, are we? Yeah. <laughs> I have my strengths. Um, I'm going to... Whispering. whispering. <laughs> <laughs> Is that I, canon? Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Balls, I think I'm going to... I think I'm going to go... Um, I think I'm going to go refresh, if you know what I mean. Okay. Um... And I'll meet you back in here. They have a bathroom here. I think. Do they? It's everything I it, outside. I, I thought, it, <laughs> I thought it was just the the sewage oh, oh, and the. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I understand. Well, did I'm, you find like a powder room or something? No, it was the sewage. Um, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. There's like a, I think it like goes both ways, so you can like walk down and just like have some privacy. I don't. But you might run into yeah, someone I don't else think who has gonna... the same idea, so. Yeah, that's that's true. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to steer clear of like stepping in the actual sewage. I okay, think. I would recommend. Yeah, um, I mean I've heard it's great for the skin, but um, I'll I'll figure it out. I'll make right. sure I'll make sure I'm I'll make sure no one's watching. If something happens, just let me know. Like this, like the sending one. Also, could you let Spaguber know that we're not coming back tonight? Oh, um, uh, uh yeah, yeah, I can do that. Okay, because I just don't want him to get worried because it's a big city and we get into trouble sometimes. Uh, that's true. That's very true. Okay. Um. Uh. Uh. Yeah. I'll. I'll go out. I'll go out and I'll do that. And and. Okay. Ref, and Just in case, I cast guidance on her so she can have a possible. <laughs> okay. Yes. I hate that. Story. <laughs> um. So just for the sake of uh of time and wrapping up the episode. Um. Yeah. And what an episode it's been. Uh. Ro, uh. I assume you walk out into. You know the door gets open for yeah. you. You're in the sewage hallway. Do you do anything out there? Um, can I make a perception check to make sure no one else is around right now? Uh, no, your passive perception's high. Nobody's there. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, then <laughs> you don't need to. <laughs> no, you can't. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna basically. Do I have to like take it off and then put it back on, or can I just no, like just do fades, something to? And then it can reapply. Okay. 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 So I reapply it. That's your last use um, for this, right? Yes. Correct. Okay. So I have an an hour left. Okay. So left. the magic fades and then. You're you like you for an instant you look like Ro and then the the, yeah. the color comes back and you look like Sylvia again. And then um, I guess I'm gonna cast uh, sending. Sending. Do I remember? Did we tell Sprigoober that we might be back? Uh, no. Hm. Or maybe. I don't Excellent think we question. did. I don't think we did. I don't think we told him. I don't think so. Um, don't know. What are you doing? I'll, I'll cast sending uh, to Spagoober. Okay. So um, you uh, diddle away on your flute weirdly, and then um, uh, your consciousness opens out. And what do you say to him? Um, I say, hey, Spagoober, fun guys staying at Opalescent Tome. We're okay. Love Not you. coming back tonight <gasps> to the ship. 
we Rose gonna use hope you're well. <laughs> we oh, that's you. a requirement. Okay, so, so um, sad. it reaches outward, and then after there's like a pause for a moment, and then after a second, you hear. Yes, Rowena. You you can talk to my head. I'm so <laughs> glad to hear that you're okay. This is fantastic. Okay, so I was in the city and I wanted to let you know. <laughs> oh no, that sucks. that's kind of a spoiler. Like I want to know if Shpigover wants to let us know. Okay, and, I know. Um, uh, do you do anything else before you go back in? You don't need to. Um, no, I do okay. not. So you head back in and um, okay. Funky um, times. How far have you gone, Greta? I in the last 10 or 15 minutes. I think she's... Do I walk? I She's going to keep walking. Okay. And unless she finds something. So you're just wandering something. down the tunnel. Um, about two minutes in. Pitch darkness. Um, do you have dark vision? Mm, no, that's not, that's not dim light. That's pitch darkness. I have blind How sight. What's that? Never mind. Okay. Um, so as you continue Ooh. to walk into the darkness, um, Greta, uh, the light leaves you. Yeah. Um, and in a poignant moment, you begin you you lose the ability to see the hopeful things around you, but the dark ways to see that you were taught in Vithlee keep you aware of your surroundings at a distance, and you can feel where the lip of the sewer in between you and the slurry below is and you know how to maintain the distance and you just keep walking, walking alone in the darkness. Do you do anything as you walk through this space? So I can't see anything, but no, I can kind of black. like... You're just, you're just strangely aware. Okay. Okay. It's like a sixth sense, but a very detailed sixth sense. Okay. Do I notice anything like other tunnels or ladders? Um, every once in a while, after you walk for a while, um, Yes. Tunnels break off in different directions. Every once in a while, they'll lead left or right. And every single time they do, there's like a little platform that can walk across mm -hmm. the gap so you can continue on your path. Okay, but no ladders. Not where you are. Not okay, yet. she's just going to keep walking. Okay. Do you think or do anything? You don't have to. I'm just checking. I think she's kind of just almost walking as like, like a, just a way to, she's got to do something. And I think probably the fact that it's dark is, is kind of just like, you know, her body's moving and her feet are moving and she's doing something, but it, it kind of just allows her. This is kind of nice because typically probably nice in this moment, but kind of uncomfortable for her because she's used to like distracting herself with like, oh, what's that? What's mm -hmm. that? And looking around and experiencing things. But she's. Yeah. 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 I think she's maybe just barely beginning to like, holy crap, I just killed someone but it's yeah I, I think there's there's no tears it's it's very very dry and like I think if you could see her face it would just be like she's probably just staring into the distance like just not seeing anything okay um as you dance this line between trying to avoid your feelings as you've done for so long but also starting to come to terms with maybe how you've traumatized yourself in this moment and how that's connected to what's happened in the past. Um, you just continue to walk through this tunnel. The only sound being your on the stone and then the down by you below. I'm going to introduce a new mechanic before we wrap up. 
So we have our odds and evens rolls, but I'd like to introduce something new for improbable things. Um, I'm going to have you call a number between odd, between zero and 100, and I'm going to make a percentile roll. And if I roll within, I'll decide what I need to roll within to what you've called for an event to transpire. So I'm going to say for this one that I need to roll within, um, I need to roll within 20 of what you call. So please pick a number between zero and 100. Ooh. It's kind of a modification of the odds or evens. Yeah. 57. Well, that would have been a divine intervention, but it's not a 57. Okay. You, uh... Not like that's not what would have happened. I just mean that that's the that's the number of clericals to get to my direction. But anyway, oh. um, no, nothing. Okay. You just continue to walk down the tunnel. I feel like as she's walking, she's grown a lot in the past since since she left her her babes, <laughs> and she's I think her her she's had to do a lot of like changing and in, in her I think her thoughts and the way that she approaches people and life has changed. But I think maybe as she's walking, there's like a little bit of, of what kind of drove her to the hags and what was being fed into her. I feel like there might be like a spark of that. Like, I think she's feels awful and she feels horrible and like really guilty and re regretful of what she did. But maybe there's like a little bit of that, that feeling of like doing something powerful and awful is like, Ooh. is there. And it's, she's been like trying to step away from that, but and I, I think even that feeling as it's surfacing, she's like, oh, I don't want that. But it's definitely like... It feels like a... It feels sick to your stomach yeah. as you feel some enjoyment of the yeah. way you... Something felt good. Vespas. And it... it yeah. The power you had over. Yeah. Okay. We will end episode 32, Ready to Rumble, right there. Goodness. With Greta walking alone in the darkness. And uh, Boz having won the <laughs> Suggestion literally won that for me. Like if they, she had not been suggested, it would have not. It would have not. Guys, crazy. That's <laughs> um, a that's a that's a racial ability. No, a subclass ability. Yeah. Yes. Or one of those subclass subclass ability. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that suggestion won that fight. Um. Incredible episode, everyone. Holy crap, uh, listener. I, I got your combat. I got your back. It finally happened. Um, <laughs> good job, everyone. Avoid it. And more to come. <laughs> and more yes. to come. Well, all I had to do was finally give you combat that you could completely avoid. And then you wanted that. Um, so, uh, yeah. Well, you know what's funny? Boz like avoided 50% of the combat in that. Yes. Like, even in, yeah. in literal combat, even Boz combat, was like, I'm not going to fight. The fun guys are very original. Um, well, Thank you for listening, everyone. If you've enjoyed Barely in D&D, &D, uh, yeah. we have a website, barelydnd.com. It just has extra resources if you want to look at characters, see maps, stuff like that. Um, we have uh, some social media stuff that Jackie runs on like Instagram and uh, TikTok, as the youth call it. Um, that pause, I made a joke, but it was actually me forgetting what it's called. Because I don't have it. Um, thank you for listening. And our Patreon. And our, oh, yeah, Patreon. If you really enjoy it, you can go to Patreon and look up Barely D&D and help support the podcast. But you support just by listening. Um, tell someone... Uh, that you like if you like it. And um, uh, more than anything, we want you guys to remember that life is an incredible story. And you're an important part of it. We hope you see you guys next time. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Scooty Wop. Scooty Wop. Bye. Bye.